Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Good evening, folks, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live here from South Florida at NGC Studios. And I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We are starting a little bit early tonight. We usually start the show around 10 p.m. The reason why we're starting the show is because we are uh, simulcasting with Versa Media because we are covering the vaccine uh, protests uh, that happened at Penn State this week. That was big news on Reddit. Um, and I was actually going to reach out to um, our guest to appear on my show. And then uh, Sean, who hosts for some media, said, hey, we're having this guy uh, on anyway, so why don't you come on and uh, simulcast this? So uh, thank you, Sean, for having me on and allowing me to simulcast this. Uh, Apex Mayor may not join us later on in the program, but I want to thank you guys for, uh, you know, joining us. If you're tuning in on the uh, Whitfield Report, I would encourage you guys to go subscribe over to Versa Media as well. And um, why don't we uh, all introduce uh, our guests? So, uh, Avi, would you mind uh, introducing yourself again? mandate rally as a counter protester and you can find all of my stuff at resistpennstate.com all my social medias are linked there awesome all righty well how about then we just start simply by i'll give a quick very quick background what's been happening and then you can tell your story so at penn state they're a big 10 school lots of people very popular and they're the only big 10 school to my knowledge that has not mandated the covid vaccine no and there's uh, many reasons you could give why, but they're the only ones, correct? No, um, so... there. I think there's a few others that don't... Yeah, there, there's 14... Technically, there's 14 Big Ten schools. It doesn't make any sense, but... Uh, Penn State and University of Iowa are the two biggest ones that don't have the mandates. Okay. Yeah, I saw that on Wikipedia, and it was confusing me that there's not 14, 10 yep. Big Ten schools. <laughs> I, I know, it's odd. So it's actually, there's, there's uh, five other schools that don't have it. Yeah. So you were there, and look, we for full disclosure, like we totally agree that Penn State should mandate the vaccine. I am of the opinion they shouldn't even mandate masks. They should mandate everything, every other freedom back. But you were there, and this was supposed to be faculty and professors that were all butthurt for the second time. So this isn't the first time, this is the second time. They're all butthurt that Barron hasn't mandated the vaccine. So they were out there making some noise, and funny enough, Barron wasn't even there. So when they went up to like air their grievances he wasn't even there so they were doing this there was about 150 ish people and there was good good size of counter protesters and you're the guy in the orange vest we'll link the videos in the description so people can watch it but can you tell us just everything that went down yeah so you know i got there with the anticipation that um you know that i'd be able to just counter protest get my my voice out there and get my views out there for for everyone to to hear and see 
And, you know, within the first, you know, 60 seconds, I was sprayed down with an unknown liquid. I haven't seen video of that yet, uh, but that, that did happen. It could have been water, could have been piss. Uh, I don't know at this point. Um, members immediately started making it extremely difficult for me to move around freely, kind of boxing me in, creating physical blockades, blocking me on all four, three sides. And then it was about 10 to 15 minutes into it <clears throat> where I was holding my sign up. And then you saw that gentleman in the white T-shirt and the uh, blue jeans uh, rip it from me and then uh, appeared to get me with his uh, shoulder or elbow, um, forearm in, in the nose and, and give me a bloody nose. Wow. So, so you, you said they... I'll, I'll just ask one quick question and go, Alex. Do, do you, you know think they milkshaked you? That again? Do you think they milkshaked you? Because that was a thing Antifa used to do about a year ago, where they would just throw milkshakes at people. No, I don't. I don't think I got a milkshake thrown at me. Okay. The the Antifa there was there was one person that was definitely with Antifa. The guy decked out in all black. He had the the staple star on his uh, shoulders. Uh, he was not the person to, you know, as far as I know, that physically attacked me. He was one of the people impeding my movement about the area, but he was not the assailant, as far as I know. You can go, Alex. No, I was going to say, do you know if any of the people that attacked you were actually faculty, or do you suspect any of them were, or do you think they're just students? That's a that's a great question. You know, the problem with college is that it's not like, you know, a high school, middle school where like if you're eight years old, then you're in fourth grade. If you're 15 years old, you're a sophomore. You know, people can come and go to college at, at any point. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, if you're talking about, you know, your stereotypical college looking student, I, I mean, he didn't he didn't ring bells. For me, as a college student, there were people there that, you know, you would only imagine would be on the news, like people who look like your textbook definition of a social justice warrior, Karen, that, you know, I've never seen so far this college week walking around campus, that... uh, but existed at that rally. So maybe it's just because they've all happened to congregate there that there was just kind of that wow factor of uh who was there but I, I i do not know if it was a, a faculty member or just a, a random person it could have been a random person because i the antifa gentleman i i can't imagine would go to, to penn state mm, um, you'd be I surprised I, <laughs> I i don't know man i don't know <laughs> well what we can tell you in 2017 right after trump was sworn in there were antifa posters that went up in willard building to try and recruit people it was like it they would say shit like bash the fast, join your local Antifa, resist Trump, join your local Antifa. I have the picture. So they they had a presence then. And I don't. And that's why I was kind of like blown away when you mentioned Antifa to me um, in DMs, because they really, to our knowledge, didn't seem too active after that. But this is three, four years later, and they're showing back up. And the guy you're talking about does look like it. And. What's interesting is, I don't know if you noticed it there, but when I was watching the videos, especially on Saturday Daily Times, you can tell he's with a group of people with, like, a pink mohawk and, like, some, like, yellow hair, and they all follow him around when they when he was going after near you. So, I don't know if those people are Antifa, but I can definitely say they do look like your stereotypical Antifa. I mean, 
my my you know personal view of your stereotypical Antifa member, somebody decked down all black with a with a white star somewhere. So there was only one person that fit that textbook description. Could there have been quote unquote undercover Antifa members? I mean, totally. This could have been absolutely coordinated. They could have said, "Hey, watch out for this counter protest that's going to be there and make his life as difficult as humanly possible." That's that's totally plausible. I can tell you going into it, I knew absolutely nobody that was there. Hmm. Yeah, I won't be surprised if they're busing people. I know we've seen that a few times back when, uh, back in 2016, when they were protesting. I think it was one of Trump's sons. It was Eric Trump. Remember yep. that? Yeah, they're busing people in, and uh, it was a pretty open secret. I got yelled at for telling the media that, but everyone knows <laughs> the fucking truth. Wait, wait, what was happening? Uh, Eric Trump came to Penn State, and they were busing in people to protest. What? Yeah. Who yeah. Who is busing in people? Who? Uh, various left-wing agitators, like so, left-wing groups. SEIU, I think, was one of them. Um, like for like for America, you know the the the, the usual Soros-backed uh, organizations. Well, who that was? Well, no, who was that club? That the next gen? I bet they were doing that. Those yeah. people are they still there at Penn State? Are they still a, a faction? I, I don't know. They, they are, but they're not as. They, they are still there. They were doing voter reg when I was last there in 2020, and I know when people were campaigning for Trump this season that he or uh, season technically he they were there. They're still there, but they're not as they're oddly not as active. Well, not until political season, anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I thought was interesting when I was watching. Uh, your protest was your sign was hilarious. Do you want to tell us what was on your sign? <laughs> yeah, look, the sign, you know, it, it was designed, of course, you know, this this was to, to, to grab eyeballs, right? It was to get people focused on the message here. So the it was a double sided sign. The first side had uh, memes. Well, the whole whole thing was a meme but the first side had uh, memes uh mainly so one of the memes was the govern me harder daddy npc <laughs> with the uh with the mask and then the needles in him nice. you know just to kind of you know you know you know preach to the absurdity that like please i want you to force me to take needles i want you to force me to wear a mask you know take a dildo and ram it up my ass you know that type of crazy nonsense so and then the other side was uh it was uh, Alex Jones uh, pointing a yes. gun in a, in a baked meme format. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, liberal. <laughs> so, I mean, because and, and I put that there because I knew that, you know, everyone there was going to be they identify as a liberal. You know, if real liberals don't believe in this kind of garbage, but uh, they identify and vote liberal. So, you know, I, I knew that that would uh, that would identify with them. And then the other side of the sign had more of facts you know on it so the first one was the superhero choice meme where he had to pick between black lives matter and then ban 65 percent of black new yorkers from restaurants and work and uh, vaccine <laughs> supports vaccine passport supporters all nervous because i even said you know hey how many of you guys support black lives matter and they were like me and i'm like oh so do you support the 65 percent that aren't gonna be able to have a job and eat after this and uh, you know it was all silent so you know it's, again it just shows the hypocrisy and then on the other side, uh, I had a bunch of images from a bunch of different news outlets uh, requoting Fauci saying, oh, we'll get back to normal by fall. 
by summer, by spring, by 2022. So it just goes to show that the goalpost is never ending and that this is going to be an endemic. It's not going to be a pandemic. Yes. I agree with that. But my sort of thing is, too, it's like these people... I, I saw this on the sub, on the Penn State subreddit. There are a bunch of. Dude, I'm already posts. banned. I got I got banned from the Penn State subreddit because when I made a post, some of these fuckers like started like going like all internet detective and found like a two year old clip of me saying the n word. They're like, "You're a racist," and uh, I got permanently <laughs> banned. So yeah, yeah there, there are a bunch of. Word at one point. Yeah, I, I fucking hate Reddit. Dude, Fuck it's a liberal idiotic cesspool i mean it's literal cancer on the penn state subreddit the only oh, the yeah. only subreddit with rational people is our no new normal <laughs> i like the conspiracy one and some of the gun subreddits but no most of them are just pieces of shit but those people they were saying that it's authoritarian for um baron to not enforce a mask mandate yeah. or not 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 the mask mandate the fucking vaccine mandate. it's like how how do you ju- how do you say that is authoritarian to not mandate something like that's the most stupid fucking logic i've ever seen you know i saw a meme earlier today that i think really you know answers this you know because people you know people are always saying well if you don't want to take the vaccine and they require it then just leave just go somewhere else you know you have freedom of choice and what i would tell to those people and i would say is that you know if you're a woman right and let's say that you're in your last semester you're you're a week away you just need to pass all your classes and then you get to your degree but you have your male professors come up to you and say, you know what, you're going to suck my cock right now or I'm going to fail you. You know, you have a choice at that point. You could suck his dick or you can fail and then not complete the degree. And, and then you get into this territory where it's coercion. It's coercion. It is not freedom of choice. You are being coerced into doing something. It is not rational to say that you are truly being free in your decision making. You know, I could say personally that, you know, I'm a junior, you know, so I'm already two years in. I already got two years worth of credits here. But, you know, if I was looking for colleges, I mean, the first thing right off the bat I'd be looking at is I'd be looking at the colleges and the political landscapes that they're in and seeing that if a vaccine mandate was likely because I, I wouldn't want to have to deal with even the thought that that would be on the horizon. But now that I know that I'm in Penn State, the only thing that's holding Penn State back is the Republican legislature. Somebody needs to yep. put the pedal, pedal to the metal and, and fight to keep this away. And so that's where I come in. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, well, I mean, to be fair, if if the students were Alpha De- Alpha Delta Pi, then they probably would suck the dick. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, you get my point, right? It's it's yeah, not yeah, freedom yeah. of choice. You're being coerced into doing something. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's why we're doing the protests on Tuesday to add some more pressure and to get people to make it socially acceptable to not wear a mask. Avi, when did the initial protests happen? People in my chat are are wondering that. Yeah, well, so was the, it like the 15th or something? It the the Oh, you mean the first one? Yes. Oh, the first one I want to say was the the 13th. Um, they did this before the students arrived, so I believe it was just faculty members that yep. were there. And yep. I, I saw that, and you know, I was like, "Oh man, I really wish I could be there." Um, but you know, I was—I'm from Jersey, so I'm, I'm a far ways away. So you know, when I saw that they were doing another one, I was like, "Oh, this is the perfect opportunity to show up and spread the message." And, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and then they had this—they the, had the second one that he was at. On Friday, yesterday, just a few days ago, yep, just yesterday, and we're going to be doing one that's 
anti-mask mandate on Tuesday. So there's like three different protests going on. Two of them have already happened. One's coming up. And I bet at ours on Tuesday we're going to get some resistance. And who knows, there might be more after that. Because I don't get... See, this is what gets me. And I'm going to say this with the protests. Is that our campus is roughly... Because there was a survey that measured this. And then of all students. And then there's the actual vaccination submitted number. And they're both 83%. 83% of students in a survey said they're fully vaccinated. 83% of on-campus students reported to the university their vaccination status and proved they're vaccinated. Why are they so butthurt that only 83% are vaccinated, which you know is why? much higher than the rest of the country? No, I'll tell you, no it's, it's because they have buyer's remorse, okay? Because they are, you know, as I believe that some of them are genuinely stupid, and I believe that some of them realize that they were duped into getting the vaccine. They are looking at everything that's going on in terms of real news. I'm sure you guys saw the report that broke just uh, yesterday that now their natural immunity is proven to be better than the Pfizer vaccine when it comes to the Delta variant. Huge yep. breaking report out of Israel. Uh, <laughs> you were look, There was reports out of Sweden who didn't do the lockdown approach. They did the herd immunity approach where everyone just, you know, get it. And they fared way better. And, and then also, right, how about the fucking Taliban, right? How about Afghanistan? A 0.6% COVID vaccination rate. And, and I, for whatever reason, don't see Afghans dropping like flies. To be fair, all the women over there were fucking hijabs. So like you know. <laughs> well, that was only recently that it started. That was only recently. And I'm but sure, you... compared to all the shit that's going on over there, I'm sure COVID's the least of their fucking worries. Right? But, but the point, the point is, is, is that you have people who are experiencing buyer's remorse, and they need to bring everyone down with them. There is mm. no science to even the freaking CDC director. The vaccines can no longer prevent transmission, right? So at that point, the what the hell is the point? And then you also had that Royal Navy ship that departed out of the UK, fully vaccinated crew, and yet cases still happened on board. So it, it just goes to show that the vaccines, unfortunately, don't really work. Max masks don't work, and they never worked outdoors, which just adds insult to injury that you know people were masks outdoors. And then after you see in the video, my face is like all bloody and shit, and these people keep getting close to me, knowing that I haven't taken the vaccine. The dude who assaulted me wasn't even wearing a mask, so there's absolutely no principle to be had on the other side. You should have told them to socially distance the whole time, like yo yo six feet, six feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have said. You should have said. I had AIDS. I have AIDS. <laughs> and get the oh, they might like that. I, I, no, <laughs> well, see, I feel like <laughs> that's what pisses me off. You know, they're so fucking like pro vaccine man and all this other bullshit, and so afraid of drugs. But they're the ones who are having all these fucking sex parties. You know, they're mm. all the liberal ones who think it's okay to go and like have sex with twenty dudes a night. But you know, you have to go and wear the goddamn mask. I, I have a question though. I have a, I have a question for you, Avi, and and I need you to be as honest as you can, okay? And it's a very serious question, okay? Uh, on a on a scale from one to ten, uh, how how uh, the um, ten being the absolute worst, or no, one being the absolute worst. How ugly were the women at these protests? <laughs> women in quotation marks. Well, that, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I don't think I spotted any identifiable trannies at the protests. 
But dude, all of these women were ugly as fuck. I mean, the most unfuckable people you could possibly yeah. imagine all happened to be congregated at that single event. Yeah. Old people, Karens, the the lesbian looking haircut, Ellen shit oh, going yeah. on. Oh, the yeah. goth ones, you know, with the fucking, you know, they I got saw a, her. A, a, be- a belly ring everywhere, you know, tattoos out of the wazoo. So nobody that you. <laughs> so you remember, like, so we we were at the um, when we were at the Sargon event. The uh, I, we were looking at the all the protests. We had all, we had a shit ton of protesters there, and like one of them straight up looked like L uh, Andy Milanakis, right? And and I was like, oh shit, man. Do, do they got a celebrity? I might, I might want to get his autograph. They're like, no, that's a, that's a, that's a chick. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, if you don't know the yeah. backstory on that, we, I used to be a chapter president for Turning Point on campus. And oh, that's sick, man. Yeah, it was a good time, and because we, we, I try to do controversial speaking events for to push the boundaries and to get Penn State to be a bit more free speech and. We did one with YouTuber Sargon of Akka and Hunter Avalon. And funny enough, Hunter started going far left after we brought him, so we broke him. But Sargon remains pretty solid. He's he's pro-Trump, pro-Brexit. And they lost their minds when we brought him because he made some edgy jokes back in the day and still does. But they got so, so just like up in arms. The college Dems made a statement condemning it. The university even condemned it. I mean, everybody was condemning it. And we did it, and all these protesters were outside, and they were just disgusting. I wish I had my shirt on that I have now from Milo that says, everybody who hates me is ugly. Because it's so true. It is so true. Everybody there was disgusting. Yeah. And all of us inside were normal-looking people. And to be fair, this is the same university that brought a uh, well-known domestic terrorist over yeah. with open arms. Yeah, they brought Bill Ayers. Who is literally like the godfather of Antifa, but who started the Weather Underground? He like he's kind of what started all these violent left wing movements in modern America, and it's okay to bring him. It's it's okay, but you bring a guy that makes a few edgy jokes, mm, can't have that. Dude, I've already been condemned by members of the UPA student body. You know, nice. actually, <laughs> I, I actually believe it or not, I I am planning on running for student body president uh, this spring. Nice, nice. Dude, I don't give a fuck, man. I truly believe, you know, I, I'm going to be running. I, I know you guys lean more towards the conservative end. I, I'm personally, I, I'm libertarian anarcho-capitalist. That, that's kind of my mindset. And, you know, I, I believe that I can reach enough students to get them off of this woke bullshit nonsense and, and vote me in because I am so sick and tired of seeing these woke social justice warriors running the show and i also found out that if you become president of the uh, penn state student body you actually get a meeting with governor wolf so oh my or the governor at the time you know of pennsylvania so god i can't wait to sit down with that man uh <laughs> <laughs> well I, I can tell you too we've been condemned by upa as well with the sargon event they they have this whole meeting and one guy's called nazis we put it did sean put it on fucking youtube they didn't even see it and they condemned it <laughs> yeah it's on this channel actually so if you ever want to check it out it's yeah, send me a link. on one of our playlists yeah i'll send it to you i mean it was just um i have the protest footage i can send you too but that's off youtube for legal reasons but it, it it's amazing how just much of an echo chamber there are there's one guy we know in there that's cool um i won't say his name on air but i'll say it off air but he's really cool 
and he could help you out if you want to run for anything. He will be your best resource because you know maybe you go for president, maybe you go for something else. He can help you out either way because that's something that we've been trying to do for the past couple of years is get more people like you, like him, anybody just as rational, anybody that isn't insane, that's a little bit closer to the center, you know? I think the, I think the problem is, is that people who aren't insane don't don't actually run for, exactly. for spots because they don't, they don't believe it's worth it. And, yeah. Or they, they fear for their safety. I mean, they fear that they're going to get injured in the process of it. And, you know, those are real legitimate fears i could tell you firsthand um but you know somebody needs to to just fucking do it and and speak for people and you know i could only imagine if i was to win student body president the react i mean it would be like a trump moment i mean it, it would really be comparable to to a trump moment but that that's for later that's for later well i'm glad you hear here that you're still gonna be fighting because some people to get into your situation, honestly, like I've heard it before, they'll get a little bit, you know, they'll get their feet wet. They, they might not get punched, but they'll just get their feet a little wet and they realize it's too much and they get out for better or worse. But there's people like me and you that are just like, who cares? Let's go deeper. Let's, let's keep yeah. going. No, the balls to the wall. So is everyone here a Penn State alum? Um, except for Sam. Yeah, except I, Sam. I'm a, I'm the resident Florida man here. I go to uh, the University of South Florida, which isn't which isn't quite as bad as uh, they're not they're not quite as woke, but like even you know, I mean, it is Florida, so it is somewhat based, but you know, it is a university. Oh, it's very based. So, you know, I even I have had to fight my battles somewhat, but at least they they don't. They don't mandate the. Uh, they don't mandate the, uh, the yes, jab. Yes. They're tr- they're trying to mandate the masks, but we'll see how that goes. It, it's not that's not going to go over too well if if they try that here. So. Well, guess who we might have joining us? Uh, they'll add to the conversation, Sam. Oh, oh really? Yes, yes. His name begins with a J. <laughs> uh, the, the former co-host of the Whitfield uh, analysis yes, go, yes. going yeah, le- going way back. Alex, what what have you got going on in the background? I don't know, man. My fucking yeah, phone just started. No, my phone started making noises. I don't know what the fuck it was from. The feds, man, they're on to us again. <laughs> it must have YouTube open or something. It was fucking weird. I started hearing that. I thought it was someone on the voice chat. Yeah, me too. I was like, do, do we have a challenger approaching us? That snuck in, but yeah, you know, it's honestly like you said you're a junior. What what's your been experience been like being just not a leftist on campus for your first couple years? Well, I actually came from a satellite campus. I came from Abington, so this oh, is my first. Yes, my girlfriend used to go. My so this is my first week at, at U Park, and also you know a year and a half of my time at Abington was spent online. So in terms of a quote-unquote college experience, I've pretty much had none of that. So it, I'm more or less a freshman, you know, per se, with, with junior-level credits. Um, <laughs> so I really have no experience, you know, to, to speak on, you know. I, I can only say, you know, my first four days on campus, you know, I just kind of, you know, meandered to class, ate in the dining hall, yeah. you know, just kind of watch time go by. And I'm like, you know what? I need to get involved here. I need to do something. You know what? We're going to do some activism. And that's Good. what happened. That's kind of my story, too. When I started on campus... Oh, dude, I was... your first fucking year, man, you were involved with some shit. No, I meant my first year. Sorry, I thought he meant 
first few days, not first years, but you know, you're right. Um, before uh, that was before your first day, you were in summer and you were still getting into shit. Well, no, well, the first couple weeks of summer semester, I was kind of meandering around, but I think it was the third week or the second week I joined the Trump Club, and then that's that's when shit started going down. Oh, it was so much fun, dude. It was probably the best. My senior year, my freshman year, the bookend of my time, they were probably my best years because they were both during... One was when I was in during election season. The other was as turning point president in senior year. But freshman year was insane. Like, and Alex is right. Like, for a little bit, like, just at the very beginning, I was, like, only meandering around for, like, a little bit. Like, it didn't take long till I found the Penn State Trump Club on Reddit, DM'd them, got to the first meeting, met a few people, some interesting characters. And then on the first day of my fall semester, we came back to um, where the first college Republicans meeting was. And the big deal with that was they, over the summer, rigged the poll and uh, voted to supposedly not endorse Trump. They're one of the few colleges, few college Republican chapters that wouldn't do it. And so we came all in like an army of MAGA hats, just flooded the freaking room and gave their president shit because he rigged the poll because he hated Trump and he was a closeted Democrat running the college Republicans. We you imagine if uh, you think that they fucking rig elections in college? Dude. No, he, he fucking did. I was Dude, there for it that. It isn't the first one. <laughs> Every year, the college Republicans, except maybe recently, rigged their own elections for their e-board. It's insane. We were getting red-pilled on election fraud before 2020. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, do you guys think Do you guys think that the election was stolen from Trump? Absolutely. Yes. I don't know if we can say that on YouTube. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, oops. <laughs> it was, oh, it was, that. Borrowed. It, it, it was it, borrowed without permission. It, it, totally, it totally was a wink, wink, wink. Well, I mean, yeah. that that's okay. I've... I've I've already made videos on this, and my my channel is still standing for now. Uh, oh, we have a king that just joined us. We have another king. Yes, let's go. Yes, we have a uh, we have a former friend of the uh, well, still a friend, but former co-host of the Whitfield Report. That's uh, yes, I gave you know, the admin privileges. So who is it? Is it or Apex? No, no, it, it's... it's it's our boy Jeff. Jeff, you can join now. We I gave you the permission. Or the uh, permit. Roll the oh, roll. That's what it's called on Discord. We'll have him join, I guess. Maybe he'll give a dissenting opinion. We'll see. Oh, I think oh, we, need, we, need, we need to talk about that professor of his. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Sam later, too. Hey, Jeff, can you hear us? Dude, it's the return of J-Ham back on the Whitfield Report. How's Let's go. Jeff, Jeff, how are you doing? <laughs> Dude, I was laying in bed listening to this and there's a damn echo chamber and I was like, huh, maybe I can maybe disprove some of the things that you guys believe that all liberals on campus believe, such as... So wait, 80... wait, before, before you speak, who, who is this guy? Just can we get a little introduction on Yeah, let's give him a I, I tweeted you, actually. But yeah, somebody else introduced me. Uh, so, if, do you know about Social 19, um, Avi? Yes, I'm taking that class, uh, Sam Richards, <laughs> that guy. Dude, yes, you're yes. taking the class right now? Let's I'm taking go. the class right now, yeah. Dude, come say hi to me on Tuesday. Dude, are you in the, um... Oh, is then there only the... one session? Yeah, there's only one session. Alright, then, the... then I'm in this your class. He's yeah, I'm the guy that's in the front. 
Wait, are you are you the dude behind the scenes? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Dude, are you in the Twitch chat? Um, not really. Not this okay. semester, just because I've been trying to get everything set up, and we, every semester we have a brand new team that I have to teach. Literally reteach the wheel to every semester. Okay, because so. I was getting into a spat with some of the mods in the Twitch chat. I don't know if that was. Dude, you. are you the guy that was fucking chatting the, the uh, snowflake next to your goddamn name? <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, was I with the wait? Say it again. I don't know what the symbol was. It looked like a snowflake or something. Star maybe. <laughs> star David. Not a star David. <laughs> no, there was this one guy who was like. Are you guys telling the professor who I am? Yeah, because yeah, that's that was me. Not... That was me. That was yeah, me. Dude, no, he, I'll tell you the truth. Sam doesn't know who's doing what on their devices, and we for sure don't know who the hell you are. <laughs> so, like, even though I'm talking to you right now, <laughs> if you come in on Tuesday and don't say shit to me, I'm not going to know who you are. Like, I just there's 750 people in that room. I'm not going to be able to tell who you are. Yeah. Like, dictator Phil, dictator Phil took this class. I don't know who he is to this day. I don't know who what you what you look like. I don't know if you're six foot five or four foot three. I have no fucking idea because there's too many people. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, to, to, give, and, uh, to give my okay, you were gonna go. My bad. I was just gonna say, social nineteen. Back in the day, I was conservative podcaster with Sam, uh, and then and then I'm not a conservative podcaster anymore. But I'm not really like a you know hardcore SJW either. I kind of. I like to think I see things in the middle. Like, you guys are talking about how 84% of campus or undergrads are vaccinated. I don't think we need the, ma- the vax mandate. I, I don't. I think if they did it, I mean, I have the fucking vaccine. I don't care. But I think if 84%, for the most part, we're fine. Uh, it, yeah. it'll, cha- it'll depend. In a couple of weeks or maybe a month, if the Delta variant comes through and we have huge soars of people, like numbers rising, then maybe we have to relook at that. But as of right now, it's fine. It's fine. Well, at least you're sensible on that because those professors out there outdoors wearing masks demanding the mandate for the vaccine, it's idiotic. It just looks idiotic seeing that. Yeah. And I, um, you know, if, if I can comment on the, on the professor here. Uh, so, I mean, my, my first impression of the guy, you know, the first class we literally spent debating why we refer to God as a he and not a she. I mean, in my opinion, that was a totally wasteful amount of brain energy. And then he was also mentioning some Fox News thing. I actually searched up the clip and the YouTube video in question, which the professor unlisted, so he doesn't even want it public. And I saw the fucking video, and he was certainly not taken out of context. He nah, took a dude. black student okay. and a white student, and he put them next to each other, and he made the white student be like that he's better because of his skin yeah, color. Dude, There's okay. no way around that. There we go. No, no, hold on. Jeff, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Uh, it's good that you're on here because you can kind of give a little bit of context because we, we've been kind of saying some stuff because it's been in some of the news airwaves, but since you're right. like here, you could give more context. I, so thank you for being on here anyway, by the way. Sorry. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Sorry about that. Um, so the reason I was unlisted is just because Sam was getting, I mean, a shit ton of messages this entire summer and voicemails and death threats and all of that. So they decided we're just going to take down I don't know why he didn't take down all the videos like he said he was going to. Some of them are up. I think it's just because it's a, it's a boomer moment, and he just didn't realize <laughs> the fact that he didn't privatize every video. And we were just going to wait until the beginning of the semester, and then we're going to re-put all the videos up. It's not that we're hiding the information. It's just, for right now, we wanted to put 
all of that aside. And the video that you're talking about specifically, it is completely taken out of context because what we're talking about is if you have two people who are exactly the same, because my mom and I disagree on a lot of things, but one of the things we talk about is like this. So if you're applying for jobs and it's you and a person of a different race, if we are truly equal, then if everything is equal about the resume, then they should have the equal percentage of a chance to get the job. But what we find is that they don't. Uh, the white guy has with uh, a white guy with a white guy without a criminal record, black guy with black guy without a criminal record. And what we see is even if the black dude with the criminal or without the criminal record, he's going to get less callbacks than the white dude with a criminal record. And it's just like, okay, that's a study that has been done over and over again. And I would actually like to see it redone now because I think it's a little outdated. But I want to see if that still holds. And if it does then what he was saying is, if you're going to walk across that stage, you're going to say, I, whomever I am, I have an equal shot of getting a job. But when we look at the numbers and we look at the studies that, that are done, that, that account for all of this shit. Same GPA, same level of university, same club, because people will be like, well, you know, this person might have been a part of a club that got him this job, and that kid wasn't a part. No, everything is the fucking same. And what we see is that time and time again, for some reason... And it's not trying to prove, like, there's distinct racism because that's not the point of the class. He's trying to point towards, like, why is this happening? What's the cause of this? And maybe we can then talk about what we can do to fix that. Pretty much. That's, that was a clip that was just in context. And that wasn't the one on Fox News. That was on misinformation, the one on Fox News. Sam was talking about how crazy it is that Coca-Cola was doing their anti-white, like, diversity training. And he was making fun of the fact that they were saying white people have to be less arrogant and, and more empathetic and all this shit. And it was just like, that's not white people. That's just people. Like some people are going to be more empathetic and some people are going to be less empathetic. And in order for us to be the holistic community that we want to be, like where everyone is equal, then we should all be a little bit more empathetic. But it was just taken so far out of context of like, him practically mark stein was saying sam richards is saying this stuff and he was making fun of it and he, that's why he could, and for sam i saw sam put out a tweet and he was like i can't wait to hear sam's excuse for this because it was a, a joke or whatever I'm like sam you're the first person who on your podcast every fucking week you talk about how we can't censor comedy and we can't silence these people and then a, a joke you don't like comes up and then it's just like oh Fuck this dude. Like, you're right. I, I do say that every week. Oh, wait, you're talking out a different Sam. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> no, I'm talking about thing, you, Sam. The one thing. I'm talking about you. Go ahead. But the one thing that I do respect, but the one thing I do respect about Sam Richards is he's definitely like pro free speech. Like, he's definitely yeah. a pro yeah. free speech guy. And, and you remember, even. Yeah, uh, you remember when um when he he had the Sargon event like like when when we had the Sargon event, he was saying he was saying I forget it was something like uh when freedom of speech is curtailed in society, it's almost mm -hmm. always the people with the least amount of power that feel the greatest impact of those yep. of those curtailed freedoms. Like, and he's right. I mean, it, it's a it's a good point. And like, so he, he understands at least more than a lot of these like leftist um, professors do like the, the, the total picture, or maybe some of these other professors don't care, but at least like Sam Richards understands that 
part of the conversation. So I do respect him for that. I mean, speaking from my, you know, experience in the class and the, what I've seen, you know, online and after hearing uh, what, what Jam has had to say, you know, I, I, I vehemently disagree. Yeah, I, I do believe he's woke. I do believe that the majority of what he said so far and is total garbage. Uh, hopefully I'll be proven wrong at some point, but uh, I, mean, I, I still think very little make, of him. You can't make that assumption after literally one class of him is, is doing something that was edgy like that. And then the second yeah. class wasn't even his opinion. He was talking about, he was talking to people who've worked in Afghanistan. And then we talked to a person who's in Afghanistan still. So like, you don't, you haven't even sat through classes. Like you have have to if you're going to go through a sociology class because it's not an engineering class or it's not a mathematics class where this isn't relevant like this whole sh all this shit is relevant so give it some time think about it Open i'm gonna stick it out i'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm no, not no, gonna totally. drop the course i'm not gonna drop the course i'm gonna stick it out i'm gonna finish it out um i mean I, i'm just I, i'm not even 100 sure what the hell i'm supposed to be currently learning in the course i'm just kind of just hearing stories like i i don't even know like what the hell is this course about <laughs> we've talked about god's gender in afghanistan like i, I don't understand okay, well, okay, so well, his twitter handle really... sam's twitter handle is i unlearn remember that <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe a joke, but because, uh, you know, yeah. I see what you're coming from. No, so real quick, so why thing is about, go ahead? Why is God's gender coming up in a uh, race relations class? That, because that... it's not just race; it's race, ethnicity, culture. The course is actually titled incorrectly now. It's it's actually been updated, but the university takes fucking forever to do anything. So it's act, it also true. is a culture class. So the reason we were talking about God's gender is because we're talking about the way in which we view the world through a masculine lens. And there's many religions in the world that have God as a female. If you take DMT or have ever heard of anybody taking DMT, which is, in my humble opinion, what happens to our afterlife is just a chemical reaction in our brain. But every single time anybody does a DMT trip, it's always a female. And it's like, yeah, because God burst everything. God is definitely a female. But the point is, it doesn't matter if it's a male or female, but we have this way in our culture of always seeing what was that laugh about? Like, well, it's definitely a female. Definitely yeah, a female. I, I, I didn't. Because I didn't drugs. Is that that means it's a female. Yeah, you know what? God is definitely a female. Yeah, how about God is is, is gender a, binary? Does he also have a belly a, ring too? Look, like gender binary? You mean gender non-binary? Look. Oh, I'm God, sorry. Wrong, yeah. wrong term. Yeah, wrong made-up term. Right, I, I used the wrong made-up term. <laughs> non-made-up term. Non-binary is a made-up term. Yeah, I'd think that fucking God would probably be transgender if you think about it, because isn't he supposed to be everything? You know, Wait, can we, we not him? relive my first sociology class? Can we? Can we? <laughs> why why, why we just call him Z Zai Zozum? I did smell scum. Well, well saying, what I like about the DMT thing is that doesn't necessarily prove anything about God. I that mean, nothing can prove anything, anything about God. It's all God, 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 is, yeah. God is God is energy. If you if yeah. if we roll on it goes down. Well, I, was, I mean, I mean, I mean most, I'm more of a Zoroastrian than anything. So yeah, no, exactly. Most, what most, what uh, the hell is that? It's Zoroastrianism. Yeah, what is that? I actually don't it's, know what it it's is. It's some Middle Eastern bullshit. Some Middle Eastern bullshit, right? It's uh, it was a religion that started 1500 years before uh, Jesus, and for the most part, Jesus came to Earth. Sorry. Uh, and for the most part, it was the first monotheistic religion in which they believed in dualism. So they believed in a perfect being that created everything, and they believe in a horrible, evil spirit that destroys everything. And it's and if you are a Christian and you want to learn more about your religion, highly recommend reading the Bible in a way that you don't interpret things the way that you want to. 
and instead read it chronologically. Is that the whole because... fucking point of a religion, though? Is that kind of the whole point of a religion is that you interpret things the way they're meant to be interpreted? Like, like I don't sit and I mean, ponder Hanukkah, and I'm like, wait, why, why is it this holiday eleven nights instead of eight? Like, it's de- it's just fucking eight nights. Like, <laughs> that's all there is to it. Uh, that's a stupid ass argument, but okay. Uh, and then we're going to yeah. So it pretty much is just the basis of all of religion because if you look at how Judaism transformed after the 550 BCE or, or BC, sorry, I didn't mean to trigger anybody. Um, then you'll see how the religion really impacted because before Jews didn't believe in any type of afterlife, not until after 550 when Zoroastrianism came in and they had you know heaven and the hell. So. I mean, it was just very influential, and so I believe in you know, God as a spirit and a perfect being, but I don't believe in all the other bullshit. Look, God is it. a woman, okay? God is a woman, sure. and you know? And, and, and I say that because no one can be this big of a cunt to the people <laughs> of the world, okay? <laughs> Only a woman could be that big of a cunt. Hey, hey Jim, I got, Jim, I got a question. Do you know about... Uh, I, because this this was the whole point of this session right here. I'm just curious if, if you're looped in on it. Jam, are you aware of what happened Friday regarding me? Yeah, dude, I was tweeting at you. I tweeted a shit ton at you this morning. Wait, what's your uh, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Propaganda PhD. Ah, no, it was fucking blocked me. Who did I block? Block my Twitter account. I, 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 I don't even know ever talking to you, but apparently I'm blocked. I, I so don't. There's... Wait, 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 wait. I don't know who's talking to me. My phone is in my pocket. Who is this? This is Alex. Alex talking. Oh, uh, maybe you said something about that. That was Alex talking. I, I can't I can't find it. What the hell is it? Prop Aganda PhD. Follow him. Well, that, that's, a fair, that's a fair name for Sam's class. Follow, follow him. Follow it, him, it, folks. Yeah. Oh, I think I found it. Oh, that's you. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember you. So, do you think that what I did, Sam Richards, would advocate for the beating of me, or like, what? What do you think his view on that would be? So, I, I'm not going to talk as a spokesperson for Sam Richards. You'd have to ask him directly because I'm not him. Um, okay. I know fair that enough. personally. I, I don't support the, the beating of you. I also wouldn't have wanted a person in a counter-protest talking about vaccines and mask mandates to be walking around throughout a crowd without a mask on, without being vaccinated, and scree- like yell. I, I don't know if you were actually yelling, because the video sucked, but I assume you were talking and speaking in front of this group of, or just this crowd of people. And especially with the Delta variant. I mean, vaccines aren't 100% effective. Condoms aren't either. not going to kill anyone. Oh, my God. That's, that's, I mean... That's so stupid. Oh, so it's okay to go and beat them, then? So, wait, Jam, you believe that the science okay. supports wearing masks outdoors? You, you believe that? Okay. I don't know how deep down the rabbit hole we want to get with this, so... No, like... so, again, I don't think it's a problem of, of if you had a mask on or not. I think it was the fact that you were... Again, I don't support you getting punched or, or beaten up or anything. Again, the videotapes I've seen, it didn't. The person seemed as though they pushed your sign down and maybe the sign hit you. I don't know. I wasn't there. It, literally, I saw like three videos, so I could be completely wrong. By the way, I would hundred percent contact uh, the university because there are a shit ton of cameras on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already put it. I've already put in the Pennsylvania right to know shit. That, that'll all eventually cool. come through. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because yeah, it's public university. You have access to that shit. Um, if I'm interpreting what you're saying correct, Jeff, is what you're saying is that since he was being a little provocative to them, that it's like, not that he deserved what happened to him, but he kind of was asking he was, for in a way. Is that what you're trying to say? I, 
Again, I wouldn't say asking. <laughs> I wouldn't. Say I'm, not, I'm not trying to put words. I would, I'm just trying to clarify. I would it. just. I would say that unacceptable is is the reaction that they gave you. However, as human beings are imperfect, I I understand or can see why they may have reacted the way they did. Again, I don't support it in any way. But um, if you wanted to counter protest, fucking stand in the back with your signs, like cool like your voice is being heard in that moment and again i only know how many people were there it looked to, to me like 150 50 yeah they're, they're a lot around 100 ish yeah like that that 16 year old chick was begging for it right she she shouldn't have drank she shouldn't have drank that spiked pepsi you know what i'm saying <laughs> no i'm fucking i'm fucking with you no I yeah i mean my my attitude is is that you know when we were, we were talking before jam came in is that like when you guys had the you know the the turning point chapter and you had the Sargon come and shit like that. Like that was like, you know, a booked event. There was security. Like if you wanted to protest, you had to be outdoors. There was a secured perimeter. When I went there, I looked, I, I, I looked for auxiliary police. I looked for sworn Leos. I, I looked for a perimeter and I saw none of that. And I actually emailed the office of student conduct prior to this happening. I was like, yo, can you clarify like your protest policies? And they're basically like, look, as long as you're in a group under 10, if you're not a recognized university, org you can go wherever whenever and you just can't use a megaphone unless it's after five o'clock so i i went and and i didn't see any you know fucking cops or anything like that so i was like fuck it so you know i'm gonna go in the crowd and yeah, uh, there's there's a rule i like to live by it's called be bad don't be a dick even though something isn't against the rules doesn't mean you should necessarily do it so right, i mean so i know you totally did the right thing but like disagree. he was being a dick then? What, how the fuck is he being a dick? The people hating it's him a, are the dicks. It's a figure of fucking speech, okay? It's not like he's actually being a dick, but just even though something's not against the rules, you don't have to do it. Like, and it, and you were, from the videos again I saw, and I could be completely wrong, but it looked like you were going in and out of the groups of people. And it's okay, like, okay, okay, so you know why? Did you see the people constantly following, pressing their bodies up against me, trying to box me in and, like, keep me in a closed, confined space? Dude, I, I was low-key worried that, like... old mean lawn. Dude, they were following me everywhere. Everywhere I went. I was just trying to get some breathing room. You were trying to social distance, I see. I wasn't trying to social distance. <laughs> Dude, they, they weren't trying to social distance. They, they wanted to be on top of me. They could have killed like a, you, Avi. Yeah, they were threats to your life. To be fair, of like a Barcelona football player that are fucking yeah. diving. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that kind of a bit ironic, though? These people are protesting for these vaccines and shit, and yeah, they are doing social distancing. Yeah, you yeah, should have told them six feet, bro. Six feet. Push I thought it was down. interesting. The guy who ripped my poster and uh, gave me the the bloody nose, even after I was bleeding out of my nose, he was still like right in front of me, and I could see the blood getting on his shirt as I was talking. And I told him, "I'm like, dude, I'm getting blood on your shirt. Like, do you want to like back?" And he just kept. He was still there. Like he was totally unfazed, and he even wore a fucking mask. So like, th there's no principled, uh, you know, reasoning with these. Do you, do you have footage of you getting a? Assaulted. Yes. By, uh, I'll send you, Sam. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I have two videos of the event. So you said yeah. you had three. So you have an, uh, one more video I, than I did. Maybe, but the maybe it, I saw three. I don't remember. There, there's a 17 second video that shows the build up to it. You, when the guy takes my poster, you see the backswing of the forearm hit me in the face, and and that's what I believe gave me the bloody nose. Sam, I just sent you on Twitter right now. <clears throat> Yeah, so I'll, I'll just like I, I'm always going to condemn violence for for that. So like, I don't ever support that. But uh, 
Yeah. Just... Well, at least you're consistent on that, because some people mm-hmm. that I met aren't, and they literally think, oh, you're a Nazi because you wear MAGA hats, so therefore you should be punched. It's justified. So. No, I, I mean... Yeah, I appreciate that. If you ever say that somebody who wears a MAGA hat is a fascist, and you obviously don't know what a fucking fascist is, so... Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and that's the thing with these people. Like the SAR organization is the epitome of this. When you try talking to these people, and I, I've learned years ago that you just can't reason with them. So just have fun with them and not take it seriously or take it too personally because they. I mean, I hate to be blunt about this, but they usually are mentally ill people that have some issue, and it becomes a revenge of the nerd scenario. And I'm not saying everybody on the left like that, but I'm talking about these protesters that are aggressive, they're in your face, that are out there. And then, I mean, you see these people, and it's like I feel bad for them at a certain point because I'm like, you know, they could be living a much happier, better life, but I can tell these are not happy people. They have something up their ass. They have something in their head. And this is how they're coping with their dealing with it. It's the best kind of explanation I can come up with. I, I would... To be, to be fair. I would actually, you know, I was going to say, I would I would disagree with that. And the reason why is because everything you just said about, you know, the left is exactly what they think about us. Whenever we go protest, they think that we're loathsome, depressing, idiotic human beings. So, I mean, mm. it's really an opinion that, you know, you can't really... I, I disagree it. because there's a big difference between when they protest and when we protest is... When when and I'm talking about the the cases like with you and with um I'll say Trump rallies I'll use as an example on the Sargon thing is mostly the right is peaceful and they protest mostly the left yes they have a lot of peaceful protesters but they have Black Lives Matter they have Antifa that destroys cities we don't do that we don't destroy cities that was one event that was one and that was and they were that was America's 9-11. AOC thought she was going to get <laughs> raped at the Capitol despite her, her not being there, guys. And <laughs> she must have gotten, gotten the tip from the feds that they were setting out. And, up, um, but, you know. yeah, and what, what did the they feds, do? How many buildings did they burn down with happen. Like, yeah. January 6th was a fucking joke. Yeah, no. Dude, they, I mean, look, uh, if you I, look at the damages done by Black Lives Matter and the damages done on January 6th, I'd have to look up the numbers again. But I mean, And in the words of Joe Biden, that was four to five days ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, my point being, though, is that they tend to go more extreme. And I've tried talking to these people that are at the front of these protests. Again, it's not all of them, but the ones that are the crazy ones. Look, they have like purple hair. They're usually obese. There's always something that and look, I'm bringing that up not to be mean to them, but the right will mock them for this. And there is that stereotypical SJW image for a reason. And that's what I'm saying is these are people that are probably bullied in school when they were younger. And now they kind of think, oh, shit, who's the guy that bullied me in school? It was a straight white male jock that was good looking, had a girlfriend. Chad. He's the problem. Yeah, the Chad. And so this is where I think it's revenge of the nerds. Well, the, they want to get back at those people. The it's, other, it's really the, funny because you guys are talking about the, the fact the, that people, the on the, other, people the, on the right are demonizing, or sorry, the people on the left always demonize the people on the right for being low, low, uh, low bar scumbags. And then literally, you guys a moment ago were talking about the fact that you could transfer AIDS to fucking air and people who are le- like purple hair and yellow hair and stuff. And it's like, you what am I wrong? Exactly well, that's why I'm, mean, I'm not, not saying wrong, it's all of them, but I'm not exactly wrong. 
Well, look, look, I, I look, I, I, in 2020, I was on the Trump campaign. I got to see every face of the right. It's, it's, yeah, they I have their issues. Like because, they have because their they, issues. You get your fucking boomers. Okay. <laughs> we, we have our cute, we have our cute tards. Okay. So, you know, we have, yeah, yeah don't get me started on Q. I'll probably get more triggered than you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> It pisses me off, but because I get these people like when I was on the campaign, this one chick I was talking to on the phone, I was like, you know, hey, you want to volunteer? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, you know, it'd be a fun time and you could win some hearts and minds and do something bigger and make a big impact on the world. And she's like, nah, I don't know. But, you know, I really like some of the stuff I see on the Internet. Like, have you seen the latest Q drop? And I was like, <laughs> in hell. And I had to sit there for 15 minutes of her explaining to me how Hillary Clinton was actually um, going to prison. Yeah, she was actually going to go to prison, and that even if Trump lost, that he would still be president. And I was like, uh, "Ma'am, I hope you have a nice day. I'm gonna. <laughs> I, 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 my boss is calling. Sean, me. I'll see you later, Sean. That that that's nothing. I I." There, there are a few QAnon people in my neighborhood still. So, okay, so I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really pro jab. But my neighbor takes this to a whole new level where he's like, the, he's like, the vaccine is actually, if you take it, your, your DNA is going to be overwritten, and then extraterrestrials are going to be able to, oh over, to, uh overwrite your dna and they're gonna take over and i'm like oh so you mean invasion of the body snatchers <laughs> yeah i saw yeah that movie's been out for 40 years so um, yeah yeah and, and look it is true they're crazy on both sides any side any group is gonna have its crazies trust me even in turning point mostly cool people when i was running it but we had some crazies and we had to deal with them but there's different types of crazies in these groups, and that's why I'm sad. That, Charlie like, Kirk. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, don't get me sorry on Charlie. I don't know if when, I've updated you on oh, that, Jeff, but I hate Charlie big time. Oh, thank fuck. Okay, so actually, I was gonna. I wanted to tell this earlier because one of the last things I thought before entering the call, I wanted to. I think I told you this before, and Sam obviously knows this, but I actually was gonna start the Turning Point chapter at Penn State. <laughs> I didn't then, know that. Yeah. I, I literally had, like, the giant box of, like, their posters and shit. And I was, like, prepared to go to the university and say, hey, we want to start this club. But because of personal reasons with Charlie Kirk being a dickhead to a friend of mine, I, I dropped it because fuck him. Which, um, so thank you that you which, hate Charlie Kirk because he is a... He's yeah. a sociopathic asshole. Dude, that, that, Allegedly. That Allegedly. Allegedly. When, when he came... When he came to Penn State, it, oh. that really changed. That changed my opinion. Because, uh, I mean, it I didn't really see mind. much. It, it, yeah, pretty much. No, I mean, I didn't see much. I didn't see much of Charlie Kirk. But then when I actually saw him, it was like he was kind of being a dick to the crowd. And I'm like, what, what He started berating a Trump supporter. Yeah, and it, it was like. It was what do you guys awkward. think about Candace Owens? What do you think about her? She's uh, she's ju- she's a grifter. She's good looking. <laughs> Yo, she's Probably. hot. She's fucking hot, yo. <laughs> she probably fucked Charlie allegedly. She's a. Um, she's she's cheating on her husband with Charlie. I I wouldn't I wouldn't you know. Allegedly, she, I've been told she did. 
I don't. Come on, no way. No, I'm fucking around. There's no nah, way. Nah, man, he's a conservative. He has to be a virgin until he gets married. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait. Dude, yeah, don't get me started on those chicks. Oh man. What, the oh, trap pods. Tra- yeah, trap pods. Well, I will tell you this, Jeff. This is a little insider scoop. I, I've given it to these guys, but I can tell you too. When we did the Sargon event, so we invited on on my own. I invited <clears throat> Sargon of Akkad and Hunter Avalon. And I reached out to them. I told my field rep we were doing it. And he was out saying, because with Turning Point, you have to get approval for all your speakers. And I, I get why they do it, but it is the system they have. And so I was like, hey, can you, I sent the form in. I haven't heard back. You know, it's getting really close. Uh, am I, are they going to approve of them or not? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm asking. We'll get to it. I, I, they should tell you soon. And so Sargon needed to get like his flights booked like ASAP. So I already told this guy like okay just book it i will do it it'll be fine and we booked his flight and then we were doing all the paperwork and then my field rep calls me and he's like hey i don't know how to break this to you but the the turning point's cool of hunter but they don't want you (laughs) yeah it's ironic now they're like but they don't know who this sargon of a cod guy is so they don't want you to bring him i'm like Bullshit, they know who he is. He's got a million subscribers. Everybody in these arenas knows everybody. And he's like, you know, and he he was just the messenger, but I was kind of telling him what I thought. And he's like, yeah, they want us to bring one of their people, so you do what you can. I was like, well, good news is uh, it's too late. Already signed Mm -hmm. contracts, and they're coming, so deal with it. And what happened? What happened? What happened? Well, Turning Point was initially kind of like they didn't like they didn't want to happen. But they came, they did it, and then since the event was a success, we packed the room with 200 people and had some protesters that looked idiotic. They were okay with it then. They were like, oh, this is good. And that was the moment I started to really... I had my suspicions before, but that was the moment I started changing with them. I'm like, okay, you guys are free speech. You're pro-free speech and all that, but you won't let us bring Sargon, who's literally... Like, he said edgy stuff. He is still not the edgiest I could even think of bringing. I mean, what does it have great. to do with an affair between Candace and Charlie? Oh, no, that's a separate... No, that, oh, oh separate man, we, we can dive into those can worms. Are we going to go into that? <laughs> we could. That okay, 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 hold we'll on. Hold is there actually any... All right, fine, fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Or were you going to say, was there any evidence? What, you want, you want to fucking... No, like, you guys just, like... I mean, if it's just fucking rumor... Video? What the if it's, hell? If it's just rumors... This. I'll tell you this. It's good. It's a good source. We can it's talk actually a good source. Yeah, we can talk about that after. Well, the more of my story is, Jeff, that I actually, that was the moment I started changing on them. And I, I do think the students are good people. The boots on the ground are good people. But once you get to the higher-ups is when it's awful. The chapters are great. The nationals are shit. Sean, it is, it is hilarious to me that they said they had no idea who, uh, oh, who Sargon God. was because... No, they 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 tried the same shit with me when uh I bet. When, when they when they uh when they banned Brandy Love from the uh from, oh, from like, SAS. from yeah from from SAS and they were like well we, we we know that she's a conservative porn star but we've never <laughs> we've we've never seen any of her we've never seen any of her videos at all Bullshit. So. Uh-huh. Well, so they do the same thing with Nick. They're like, we don't know who Nick Fuentes is. Is he that internet troll? It's like, Charlie, you know who he is. He's trolling you, like, right and left. If you like it or not, you know who he is. It's probably sounded like a cease and desist a few times. <laughs> yeah. 
he's banned he's banned his he's banned him from a bunch of shit so he knows yeah and that's the thing it's like you know i'm not trying to again rag on any of the kids and turning point of the students because they're all most of them are just your normal typical trump supporters they're perfectly reasonable people but it's like this select few that hold the positions of power that are just awful and i and i don't like punching right don't get me wrong but i feel like more than ever i have to punch right to get our side to do better so that we can actually get shit done yeah no i agree with yeah. i mean a lot of these guys up top are like you know they're just doing this shit to like become relevant like it's not it's more of a chasing relevancy more than actually it's a very ego thing too you, you talk about too yeah yeah it, it's very ego driven and like i know like i can't talk about this but i because if i signed an nda but i can say that i've also learned things in other places i'll say that about other political spaces and arenas but it's it's a common trend but there's still some good people that do try to work their way up and there are some people that start off normal and then once they start climbing these ladders they go insane it's it's not even just a political world though. Like the fucking yeah. corporate world, it's just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing. Anywhere, I mean, basically, you get like a little bit of fame, and then some people just they go crazy. Some people can handle it, others can't, and that just seems to be the way things have gone for uh, you know since the beginning of since the beginning of time, I guess. Well, I think too. Everybody changes when they get a little, when they, when their life changes. To put it very simply, but when it changes to that degree, it's going to do something to you. But it depends on your personality and how you can deal with it. I mean, I know I have my issues. I know everybody has their issues. But these there there's all, like a lot of people too that become famous if it's a rock star, an actor too. They tend to be very messy and complicated people. You and the most talented ones, especially. So yeah. it's it's a complicated thing. I'm not. I'm gonna sound like Sam Richards here, but it's a bit nuanced, you know. Sunny, so you gotta kind of you know take take the good, and if as long as it outweighs the bad, you can kind of deal with the bad. Like that's why I try to be too hard on some people. Exactly. Uh, here's twenty rule. Here, here's a hot take. Sociology is a scam. <laughs> Well, how can you actually really prove anything? It's all a bunch. It's like seeing the end result and like trying to go and hypothesize why. Okay, you know, black people aren't getting hired for this job, so it must be because of you know X. That, that's sort of what it seems to me. And I've taken it, sociology class, not with Sam, but I've taken other ones. Yeah, it it does seem like that. And then, I mean, if you look into the research, it's. And the number one thing I'll tell you about research, because I had to, I have to read a shit ton of it for grad school, but if you're going to read the abstract, at least read the methodology, because they'll tell you the biases that are going to exist in the study. So, like, if you don't do that, then you're going to look at this, you'll be like, that's bias. And it's like, it, they, they, their overall conclusion is based with that bias in mind, like, trying to compensate for it. So, and again, the, the entire thing about sociology is the fact that we have to look at society, we have to see, okay, what's happening, and then we have to go in and then try it's the same thing with science it's like okay so we see this and we have to try and prove it and the way that we try and prove it is by doing studies and sometimes it proves the same way that we thought the hypothesis is correct and sometimes it's not and so we have to look at why is it or why is it not 
Well, hey, I'm having a replication crisis with that, with the whole social sciences field too. What? Don't they have a replication crisis with um, rep trying to replicate a lot of these result, like a lot of these studies? Most of the replication issues is just because of funding. At least that's what it seems to me. J Jim, I do you get paid to do the work in sociology, or like, are you a graduate student? Like, like, why do you do it? So, so I, I'm an employee of World in Conversation, and Sam is the director of development. So. Part of that world intersects with social 19, so part of my job is social 19, and I'm taking grad classes on the side to, you know, I guess further my education, although, you know. It's I have grad. actually a world conversation story I can tell you real quick. That yeah, and I, then I have to go because I'm, I'm in trouble. Okay, uh -huh. no problem. Well, in one of them, and I, I wrote it, I think I submitted this in, like, the survey because it kind of took away from the point of it. Even though I, I like the idea of it, don't get me wrong, like, I think it's good free speech open conversation but one girl when i was talking i was talking about how there are rich areas and poor areas and i referred to the poor areas as slum and she's like we don't use that word here and i was like what i i can't say that she's like no we use a better word i'm like i didn't say it it's supposed to be like ghetto shithole like seriously like what yeah, do you want me it, to say that's a that's a problem uh, with students. that was a little weird with running like working with undergraduate students is the fact that we can train them as much as we can and then of course they're going to have their biases pop in but the idea of yeah. having two facilitators is that it, it it knocks itself out but it doesn't always happen that way it's a flawed system but yeah. the overall point again i agree with you like open conversations um before i go i do want to say the reason that my Twitter name is Propaganda is a play on words because people say I'm, you know, a propagandist. But it's actually, if you look at it, prop is all in caps because, you know, aviation is much cooler and I want to spread the word of aviation, which means nice. that uh, Sam Whitfield, I might be coming down towards your area within the next year you, or so, so I'm going to have to stop by. You, you, Yo. you, you better, I'm going to hold you to that. So How far, how far is Lake Real? Wales? Uh, an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, yeah, about an hour and a half from where I'm at. So, yeah, yeah. I could probably fly there. That would take me three hours. Dude, dude, do that. dude, I literally live right by the Sarasota Airport. So, you know, well, that's <laughs> that's a restricted airspace. I'd have to talk to the the, the tower first. But uh, work. Hey, real quick before you go, you need to go and tell Sam to do a fucking lesson. On Chris Chan, because I'd love to go and see that shit. On what? On Chris yeah. Chan. Yes. Chris Christian Weston Chandler. Okay, I'll I'll tell him that it's interesting for y'all. I don't know who that is or anything, but oh, oh most, a, for the most, it's part, a fifty-nine part YouTube documentary. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> fucked his mom. People on YouTube just because uh, you can get into rabbit holes. Like for, I'm about to trigger all of you. Uh, I watched Vosh for way too long. And I was like, <gasps> Yeah, Bosh. And then I listened to a couple of his takes on some of his other points. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude? Hey, hey, <laughs> so he's a communist, so yeah, there will be some takes that are a bit out there. I mean, to say communist is a bit excessive. Uh, definitely a socialist. Well, he, def he identifies as a Marxist. He identifies as a uh, social democrat or some shit like that. I thought it was Marxist, but maybe, maybe he's changed that. I mean, he, prob I he probably pulls a lot from Marx, but it's... Uh, for the most part, the main difference I see is communism, of course, is the ownership by 100% by the government, whereas socialism is uh, workers on the means of production. So. Well, I thought true communism had no government. 
Uh, that no, that's definitely not true. Anarchy. And the Communist Manifesto. Yeah. I mean, in theory, it's all good, but in practice, in practice, it's usually. usually I wouldn't even say that. The socialist, yeah, the socialist is just basically like a thinly veiled version of communism in practice. Just because, just because it doesn't really count the human element, like the usually the people that are in charge of these socialist communist countries they tend to like power and they tend to keep it and there's no real check to their power so it's like i mean i mean like it like or hate the united states there at least there at least if it's run properly there's a universal checks and balances yeah so i mean i, I mean with with most of these like most of these socialist and communist society there's no real genuine checks and balances for the people that are in power. So it's like, I, I don't know. There's pros cons, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to. Well, we know you have to go, Jeff. But could you quickly plug any places you want people to find you once again? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. You got my Twitter. You got my Twitter. It's fine. Um, right. I will say if uh, if there's ever another, I know that you said maybe on Tuesday. What time is the protest on Tuesday? Tuesday at noon, Old Main. Okay, I'll see if I can show up. I mean, that's pond is right behind it. Um, and I would say that if there's any other future protests and you want to person with the camera, I'll be there. Jeff, I'd love um, Jeff, I'd love to have you on for another one-on-one show at some point too. Yeah, I want to have a conversation with just you, me, Phil, and Sean. Because I mean, I know Sean, but I don't know who Phil is really. But you're you're the one who introduced me to Phil, and that's how I know Sean. Well, so yeah, I know that because. Of Twitter and stuff, but I again, like I said, I don't really know Phil. Like I just know his Twitter picture and the fact that he was in the military. That's about all I know. Like when you you were tweeting a little while ago, and you were like, "You even know me?" Like, no, dude, I don't know who you are. It, it it'll be it'll be an interesting conversation, that's for sure. So yeah, yeah, and I I may nice, need uh, of some camera work services in October, so I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, for sure. If um I. Say if you want to get 100 Thomas, uh, look for Tuesday nights because Thursday there's a class right after us. But if I can keep the cameras up, I'm sure I can talk to him. Into... We'll be doing Wednesdays. That's unfortunately the day we had to pick. Uh, maybe it could work. Um, yeah. yeah. We'll see you guys and uh, punch a fascist. Just kidding. Kind of. Not really. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah. I just don't know why you fucking blocked me. That's well, person, I guess. Uh, I, I, don't know, I still think sociology is a scam. I don't care. Really. I mean, it's it's pretty. I agree with you on that. We can, we can I, I agree. I really yeah, want to. Yeah. Like, I'd like to go talk to that guy some more. He seems interesting. He's when, he's not block... when he's not fucking blocking people. <laughs> well, he's got pronouns in his Twitter bio, so yeah, he's. So open mind, your brain falls out. I. Uh... It's like one of those things. It's like one of those things where it's like. It, That's it, it, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he he talks about uh, it's it's one of those things where they give exploit they give talking points and the research is so bland it's so poor and then it's like you, you, you're you're giving these very vague reasons why X happens when there's so many reasons that you have to consider before you even get to whatever like even like race like uh you know like like oh uh, that was the one thing there was uh, uh oh um 
well, black ra- black graduates make less than white graduates. It's like, well, well, how do, let, let's why don't we break that down? Because it's like, well, what school did they go to? What major did they take? Where are they from? Where where where, where are they looking at as far as job opportunities? Like, there's a there's a whole there's a whole shit stream of stuff that you could look into before like race would even begin to fucking factor. Yeah. Oh, so. and I can, I can tell you personally from working at like a large fucking corpo before they, they are prioritized. The oh, they are prioritized. Like yeah. there's some dude who came in with like fucking tattoos all on his arm and he was like, it got getting a fucking internship dude, and he dude. was offered a job and he was like, you know, yell that like nicely, but he was still told like, Hey, you need to go and like, you know, dress a little more formally because you're mean with like an executive like what the fuck dude we have a dude in my office that literally has a you know those um i forget what they're called that terrorists have like small ones they're like these oopsies yeah um somebody i know uh there's somebody those earrings that kind of go in your earlobe gauges gauges yes he has one i'm not kidding you the hole you could put your fucking fist through it it's oh, I, I've known people like that. And yeah, and I see, and I think what Jeff was saying, like, I'd have to look at the study before giving any take on it. It, it first sounded like they were just looking at people with and without criminal record and their races, but then it sounded like they were the identical, like, person, and yet the white person was favored of the black person. And I don't buy it i just don't i mean you can say well that's what companies are they looking at are they looking at some like random fucking small company that has like 10 employees or he he left he conveniently left out the fact that affirmative action is literally there to like disenfranchise white people like that's literally the whole fucking point of it look what about the asians right we we talk about this you know this uh, ladder of victimhood right you know that that blacks were once slaves what about the fact that we put asians in fucking internment camps and they're doing just fine so, like, no one can really, you know, figure that out for whatever reason, but it's the or, white man's fault. Or no, that, and it's Democrats, and it's and and it's and it's a Democrat. Like, like they're getting they're getting discriminated right now in Harvard. And when the when Asians tried to sue to rectify it, it was literally an Obama judge that dismissed the case. Like, it was like, ah, we don't you don't know what you're talking about. Like, uh, and that's what should tell you why you should be suspect of anybody on the left telling you about race and anything. Because they they literally went, Asians, you're doing too good. We gotta stop that. Can't do that. Can't have you uh, start thinking for yourselves too Obama, much. Oh, by, by the way, Obama judges have literally ruined this fucking country. Yeah. Well, thank God we had a few ruined. Trump judges. Well, well, yeah, did, well, did you see it, Lindsey yeah, Grant? Tucker was talking about how Lindsey Graham was voting for a lot of these. Biden yeah, I, I saw Tucker's. Th- dude, Lindsey Graham, fuck him, yo. Fuck yeah. Lindsey Graham, yeah. yo. He's to him. get the fuck out of the Senate. He is the yeah. poster child. He's a snake. Establishment. He, he's yeah. like, he's like, uh, what's her name? That Wyoming bitch. Her name, uh, Liz, Liz Cheney. Cheney. Yeah, she's like the fucking Cheney yeah. of the Senate. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, get him out, she, out, out, she, out. Don't give him their the, coats. She's the Linda. Uh, He's the uh, Lindsey Graham of Mitch McConnell's. Dude, we need, we need more Madison Cawthorns, Tom Massey's, Rand Paul's. We, we need more of those guys. 
I, I disagree with you on Madison, but I like Rand. I like I yeah, like Madison a lot more recently after I, watching a documentary on HBO about him and I, Matt Gates. I love Matt Gates. I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, I love MGT. I, I, oh, she's awesome. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. With, I I do disagree on uh, on Madison Cawthorn, and I can say that because I'm also a cripple. You stand with him. Right, he's got street cred. <laughs> uh, do you stand with Madison Cawthorn, Sam? Uh, I mean, yes, when I'm, when I'm able to stand, as long as I have a cane. <laughs> See, I, that's the thing, honestly, that, you know, even if you like oh. Madison, you have to admit this is kind of funny. Why oh. does he always talk about, I stand with Israel, Figure. I stand with veterans, I stand, dude, we know. <laughs> then when, but then when it's time to stand up for Trump, he acts like a fucking cripple in office. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. are being too mean to him, come on. Well, by the uh, way, by the way. Uh, well, I don't think Obama, he knows. I don't think he knows. You know, Sam's in a wheelchair. Speaking of Obama judges, right? So he can uh, say that. The Sidney Powell and the the Trump judges were getting recommended for disbarment. You know who did that? Another fucking Obama appointed judge. Yeah. Dude, well, I, I'm just glad that you know Clinton. Is, you know, Clinton's judges aren't too terrible. Oh. Oh, you you know who fucked over who tried to fuck over Roger Stone, an Obama appointed yep. judge and Black Lives Matter activist on the jury. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Well, he got a uh, he got pardoned. Dude, yep. I don't know what Thanks, I don't buddy. understand about some of these uh, new Congress people, Madison Cawthorn, um, uh, even Elon Omar, is they fucking smoke cigarettes. Who the fuck smokes cigarettes okay. nowadays? <laughs> like full-blown cigars like i don't even understand that like i'm like dude you're 25 and, and madison conflict says he's in a wheelchair and he's like smoking cigars and i'm just like that's like I, disgusting like what are you doing let him let him fucking smoke their cigarettes man <laughs> i mean I, I I agree. Well, see, okay. That, first of see, all, that I, is the most American thing since that's even more American than apple pie. That no, it's not. No, yes, no, it is. No, yes. no, no. Cigarettes Smoking are not the most cool. Chad thing you can do. Cigarettes no. are not cool. It's not more American than corruption. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, okay. At least you know. Maybe I will give you this point, Alex. Vaping is worse. Dude, that's gotta no. go. I it's. It is physically better, but, you know. Physically, is it? Guys, yeah, I have yeah, a great idea. Let's ban all drugs. Let's start a war on drugs. Oh, wait. How <laughs> you a libertarian? I, I'm a joke. The joke. <laughs> he took a few too many drinks tonight. Jokes um, are flying over your head, Alex. I, 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 smoke, a, I smoke a cigar about, like, three times a year. Dude, I think uh, we need to bring back flavored cigarettes. That's, no. Yes. Let's ban cigarettes. <laughs> no, let's bring back the flavored ones, ban the regular ones. I remember when better. Trump was doing this, like, vape bans. I was in such, like, a heated debate between Alex on this because I was all like, no, he should have gone further. And Alex was like, no, nothing. Well, no, because it actually gets people off of cigarettes. Does it? Yes. It's a marketing. I think it's a lot of shit. No, it doesn't. It's just for kids. It's a marketing scam. It's smoking for kids. No, I I fucking smoke cigarettes all the fucking time. I got into vaping. I have not touched a cigarette in over a year. Yeah, because you're now hooked on vaping. It's a marketing scam. Which is a better fucking drug significantly. I can tell you what. They call it it drug transference. Yeah, Yeah, and this one's... 
an objectively better drug to be addicted to. Is Nicotine, it? We don't yes. know. We don't yes, know. we know. Yeah, dude, I used to go and like if I were to run after smoking, man, that fucking sucks with this. Man, I I don't have any issues with breathing with this. Okay, that that might be true, but what I'm saying is, I'm not trying to sound like Sam Richards, but we don't have any long term studies on vaping when we've had decades of cigarette studies. Well, neither do we well, have long term fucking studies on COVID. Vaccine and we're yeah, still I was gonna say we it. have less long term studies on the COVID vaccine than we do in <laughs> friggin' vaping. That is true too. That is true too. That is. Well, you can but... tell, like, not not even talking about the you know health issues, but the fucking safety issues. One, you're having a fucking torch. The other one, you're having a little fucking electronic dildo in your hand. Which one's worse? <laughs> so you like, like the uh, electronic dildo in your mouth? <laughs> Not gonna lie, it's, it's fucking nice. Something else that I, I this I'm going way back to the beginning of the conversation where we were talking That's about fine. like me going to like campus and stuff like that, dude. There's no dress code. Like everyone just kind of wears what they want. <laughs> Did you just go to Catholic school? No, 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 no. I went I went to a, a public Dude, high school. my fucking public high school. First day of high school, there was some girl with a shirt that says, I like midget porn because it makes me feel what? bigger. Dude, I, a guy, okay, so a guy was walking around with a shirt that said, I love hot moms. And then a, a girl was walking around in, in a straight up bikini, like a swimming suit. Nice. So Dude. I'm just like, you know, like I was just debating coming to school in a Speedo because there are apparently <laughs> no rules here. Yeah, you could do it. I've seen people in worse, especially those girls, the fucking sorority girls. Yeah. yeah, man, they'll go on and like, you know, they're 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 built for winter weather or something. Because I see them going out in winter with like fishnets and short shorts. Like, I'll <laughs> give them that. You know, I'm a big guy myself, but I couldn't even fucking do that. Hey, wait, let me let me let me gauge your guys's opinion on this, okay? So Ooh. I I am planning. Okay, you know, in addition to all of the the COVID related stuff, so I have clarified this with the the office student conduct and the specific LGBTQ <laughs> office, and what? hence and Penn State has a gender neutral bathroom policy, which means that yes, you that's can true. use. I yeah, so that. so what I was thinking of doing, okay? Oh, you're gonna go to the girls' room, are you? Yeah, uh, straight the fuck up, man. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get a bunch of people. You know, I'm gonna tell them starting this day, I want every dude. To use the girls' bathrooms, I want every dude that goes to the gym to change in the women's locker room because we, I, dude, you guys think I'm full of shit. I'm no, not joking. Like, I'm stri- so so I'm 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 genuinely thinking of doing that, and I would like to hear what you what your thoughts are I, on that. You want to know what my thoughts are? That's Date and fun. time. Tell me, I'll be there. Dope. That's dope. Uh, because okay. I mean, the thing is, is that it's it's obviously absurd. But people aren't going to do anything about it until they're yes. like, wait, what the fuck? This is, like, yes. crazy, right? They're like, yeah, we support trans rights. And then the second, you know, I walk in, you know, with my big fat cock out on the table, <laughs> you know, that's when people are going to change their minds and be like, wait, wait a second. This is actually low-key kind of weird. It's like, you know, so, it, again, it's just, again, it's just total garbage. I knew I liked you. The minute I saw those pictures yeah. that side. Fuck, you know, you need to come on again, man. This has been great. This is awesome. How long has this been going? We've we've been on. Have we been live for two and a half hours? Oh, yeah, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, yeah we've had uh, like twelve that's hours. That's crazy. Fucking, not twelve I hours. Know. We've done we, for a while. We've we've done four hour streams before, dude. Wait, one and a half. I'm bad at math. My bad. It's, well, that's what we tried to push to because on the radio, we should tell you about the radio, and you can check out the channel. But we used yeah, to do dude, a two hour show on the radio. Wait. Real quick, if you're a Penn State student, you should join the radio club or whatever, whatever yes. they call it, because yes. we what? need to get access to that shit again. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What, what? What is that? What is it? So when you're the hub, do you know where the um the the, well, the Robinson Hub? The Robinson Hub? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If you go in there, you know where the high school musical steps are—the big ass wooden steps. Yeah. 
Right across from that and to the right near the exit is a radio station called The Lion. I used to be there for like three years, and we used to do this show on the radio, but without what we do on YouTube, you know, sort of YouTube shit. But we would have, we had Sargon on there, we had Hunter Avalon, we had Milo come on, we had um, Sticks Hexenhammer, we had Jack Posobiec, Mike Cernovich, we had a bunch of people we you, got on. You had me, and I... Uh, and Sam, yes, and I, Sam, that, and that was it, when we first had you on, was on the radio. It was a lot wait, how many people does the radio reach? That's they never told us because for whatever what? reason. What? Yeah. Well, it's hard to People get really tell get on. That, People love to get on that show though because. Oh yeah, we like get callers. Yeah. Yeah, we um, get was... callers every now and then. Wait, wait, wait. That, that sounds like a scam, yo. How the hell do you not know how many people are listening? Well, be, well it's the radio. How are you going to gauge us? Not like YouTube where it says this person clicked on. There's it, no way know. to know how many people are actively listening to I'm you. Sure, I'm sure the higher ups know, but they. they yeah, they do have a way of knowing. They just don't say for some reason. What station does it broadcast on? Like, can I play that Lime. in my car? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, what wherever you are, you, you, you can get it. It's a line 90.7 FM. There's probably music 7. right now. Yeah, 90.7. There's talk okay. shows, there's music. I would do an hour of music and then two hours of radio. It was awesome. We had so much fun. But the only thing you can't do on there is curse. Well, yeah, because it's FCC regulated, right? Yeah. But you could do everything else. You could say stuff about the coronavirus that you couldn't get away with. You know, <laughs> Welcome to the Libertarian Hour with Avi! Penn State Resist. Yeah, there's no way they're letting me on that. But... <laughs> they will. Dude, yeah, as long as you don't go call the China China. virus, you're okay. The China virus. Yeah, we had a uh, person person that we knew who got banned from pets. Well, I, I think there's other reasons, too, because she was a little Crazy. bit out there. Yeah, like legitimate schizophrenia, I think. Wait, she got terminated from the university? Well, she wasn't paid. She just came on the radio like once, and she was set, told that she could not like come there again. Because she called the coronavirus the Chinese virus. But it, it is the Chinese virus. I know. They said it was like hate speech or something. I don't know. Well, wait a second. I, I, it's, a, it's a public campus. There's no such thing as a hate speech rule. Oh, uh, they have it. That's they not legal. They have free speech zones, too. Not at Penn yep. State. No, they don't have fucking free speech zones yep. here. They call them uh, areas of expressive activity. I've never seen these zones. Where the hell are these zones? They exist, but I don't think they're really that much enforced anymore. I was going to say, yeah. totally unconstitutional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Penn State, I'll tell you this. This is, as somebody who's pretty right-wing, I will tell you they aren't that bad. Like, the, the professors and the people can be your typical kooky leftist, but... The, the actual administration, they will condemn stuff. They will do the diversity bullshit talks and blah, they blah, won't blah. Silence you? They use, they're no, usually pretty good. They, the professors, they could. I've had ones that took points off an assignment because I criticized the Women's March because it was, I sales, I basically just said it was bad optics. I wasn't even saying anything more than that. So you'll get that. But as long as you can back yourself up and defend yourself, hey, professors can't you'll be take fine. Point- they shouldn't be able to. They, but they shouldn't, but they, they do. Did you complain? That's why I say, did you complain? Um, I don't remember actually. I would have complained. I would have been like, "Fuck that! You can't take points off for that." <laughs> they, well, have, you know, it's it's. They, if you're in school at that time, it's difficult. You're yeah. Paying. Well, you you just need to be smart about things. It's like if you go up, and I know this is obvious, but like if you go up to the front of the room and for like a class assignment, you start saying the N word, like obviously that's not going to fly well. But if you go up to the front of the room and you say, like, yeah, I think Trump's the greatest president ever, and here's why, 
you could actually be fine for the most part because as long as you back it up and you don't sound crazy you can get away with things and they have less of ways to screw you like but even for speaking events we did a pretty controversial one got a lot of heat and i'm gonna be doing another one soon and there's not a lot they can do to stop it and and as long as you cross your t's dot your i's and you don't do anything stupid you're gonna be basically fine gotcha yeah, so that's just my advice. Well, like with the radio too, you will be fine. But if they find one thing to get you on that technically breaks the rules, they will get you for it, sort of thing. Well, and the other thing is, just in college in general, because even here in Florida, like if if you if you like criticize global warming or something, like I did freshman year, um, prof- the professors will come will like come down on you and like you know, dock points and whatnot, which is fucking retarded, but it is, it is what it, it yeah. is what it is, so. I, I wouldn't stand for that shit, that's ridiculous. Okay. Um, luckily, I'm a business major, so all of the professors except um, Richards is, is not woke, they just teach their subject material, and uh, uh, mm. don't convey oh, but... political ideology. <laughs> uh, but, uh, here's one word of advice to be very careful what you put on group me or any sort of chat apps over there yes but i mean why that shit they will they will save it they will it'll bite it bites someone in the ass every semester since i've left <laughs> well whether basically, it be a or a club basically the problem becomes you don't know everybody in the group me and especially political ones left-wing people infiltrate it and then leak it and try to make people look bad just honestly the easiest thing you can do is be careful what you say and change your name in the group me don't be your full real name well, well let me tell you guys name. what happened okay you guys are gonna probably laugh at this so i was added to a um microsoft teams chat for our uh floor in my in my dorms and uh, I asked if they're going to enforce the. This was before we moved in. This is like the preliminary stuff. So I asked before we moved in, are they going to enforce the mask mandate? And the RA was like, yeah. And then I started saying, like, dude, you're just as bad as the fucking Neumannberg trials, right? You're just following Nuremberg. or yeah, Neumannberg trials. And I was like, you're you're like you know it's you know it's fascism and all this other garbage. Dang. And uh, uh, you know I didn't get in trouble for it though. You know I, well, I, people. People were, like, telling me to shut the fuck up, but I didn't get in trouble for it. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, particularly... Posting a spicy meme. Yeah. Oh, somebody posted a meme in response to what I said. It said, I have the world's largest satellite disc, and I'm still trying to find out who the fuck ass. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, that's one of the the ones that you'll be fine with. Like, if you post a really spicy meme, like... You know, with like a Holocaust joke, or, or you like... say you're gonna push someone off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if it's, you know, you'll know what spicy is when you see it. Where it's like, it, it, just imagine if it got leaked with your name on. It's like, yeah. That Dude, was... my attitude at this point in life is like, I can live my entire life fearful that some out of context Twitter comment is gonna impact my entire life. Or, and or I could just or I could just live my freaking life and and just not worry about this shit. And I'm just choosing the second option. Like I just don't care. Like I just I'm just gonna live my life. I'm not gonna worry at every single corner that some I'm gonna somehow be screwed long term by something I say. It's like I'm gonna be me. Yeah, and I mean that's I I understand it because I I mean I'm careful to a degree, but at the same time. I'm at a point where I know my abilities, I know my experience, where I know what I can do in life, and so I 
have learned like there are ways that I can achieve financial freedom, hopefully. And there is a way, a degree that I just don't care anymore. And at the same time, I'm still careful, but it just depends what you want, how, what type of life you want to live and can you live it more or less. If you want to live that lifestyle, all for it. It's got to make sure you can live it, you know? And that's where in college you can kind of learn what you're good at, what you can do, how you can do things. That's kind of what I took away from college. That's like the classes for me, maybe I have ADHD. My therapist thinks so. So maybe I just can't focus, but I find classes boring and I didn't learn anything. I really didn't. All my learning was through Turning Point, the Trump Club, and my friends right here. They taught me a lot. They helped me a lot. I'm just getting involved with things. Thank you. Here's here's some yes. other advice too. Get a fucking internship. Yeah. Oh yeah. Soon as you can. I messed up on that. Well, early, because like if I want a summer internship, for example, how early should I? Dude, start, start applying. You're junior now. Start applying. I was like, yeah, I went to a branch campus. I fucked. I fucked off my first year because I didn't think I'd need it, and then like boom. You know. No, so I should apply for an internship for the summer of 2022 right now. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Does the business have their? Does the business school have their own? Um, yeah, we have our own little do, thing. Yeah. Go to that one first. That's the more important one. I I was cybersecurity major, so I didn't. The, I never went to the major one, but like to the not the major one. I never went to the big one, but you go to your own school's one. That's where your or the your own college's one. That's where you'll find the good shit. And I'm not sure about your college, but like my college, I'm a communications major, but like my. Uh, my college actually required an internship for my uh, for my de- degree program junior year. So that's another thing to keep in mind, too, is some of these programs require you to take an internship. Well, even if it doesn't, you should get it because oh, like, yeah. I, I was lucky, man. Like, I got my internship technically the summer of my senior year. I need one to graduate, too, so I technically didn't graduate until after that summer session. But when I did take that internship like that that's where i got my job from it makes it so much easier well there are two things too like one i'm communications like sam and i think we're both marketing i'm technically advertising the same difference and yes i'm technically not i didn't need an internship to graduate but i need an internship to get a job i'm technically in an internship right now but it's like a job but kind of not it's, it's a weird gray area but I learned the biggest, most annoying thing that still pisses me off to this day was when I go to the guidance counselor and I try to get shit, I'd be like, all right, my junior year, it's my senior year, whatever it is, I need an internship. I need it now so that once I'm out of college or a few months after, I can get a job. And they were like, okay, do you have three years of advertising experience? I'm like, no. He's like, well, you, you need experience to get an internship. I'm like... How can I get an internship if I don't have experience? The internship is supposed to give me that. I'm like, well, you need it because all these job applications say so. So that's the catch-22 that, and I don't know how this is with business, but I think it's probably consistent with a lot of fields. Any internship, any job is they have this bullshit standard of you need experience to get experience. So you need to kind of find it in a weird way. Like what I did was... <laughs> it's it HR. It's, it it's fucking scam. HR that does this, and that's where all these sociology degree majors tend to go to. So you know that's another reason sociology is a fucking fraud. Yeah, yeah. So what I did was I, I took things like Turning Point, which I just naturally fell into, and I 
framed as advertising because it, it kind of was marketing the whole time. And so I'd say like, well, I did tabling every week where I tried to sell our club to people. I made flyers to advertise events. I used Photoshop to make them and Illustrator. So like I was showing my skills, even though it wasn't something that's technically advertising, but I was showing my skills. So if you can get involved with something like that, that will help you a ton because well, sure resume is going to be blank pretty much unless you have some other experiences but you know that's just something i can tell you that will really help because i hate i hate being in the junior shoes and trying to find stuff and then nobody wanted me because they said you need experience i'm like well i'm a student sometimes you know i would say now i'd say everyone's looking for a job i mean no nobody's looking for a job everyone's looking to hire people so you could either hire me or you don't have to it's up to you uh it's, that's hard. temporary who knows what'll happen by hey, the time you if you want to make all up if you want $150 paid to you for an interview and making $30 an hour at McDonald's, you can now. That won't last long, but you can because they're desperate to hire people. And I'm, and I'm actually honest, like, I almost considered doing it because they were literally paying people just to do an interview with them. It was that bad. Low skill is in such short supply right now. but Yeah, because of Biden and also Trump's fault, too. Yeah, you were. Yeah. By the way, if you have a fucking PC, man, anytime. Fucking yeah, we're Halo. gamers. Yeah, we're, we're gamers. doing the Halo. Yeah, yeah. I, I recently upgraded my baby here, my PC, so we finally be able to get back into gaming. Because that's gotta... what, if, on the YouTube side, of things we're streaming our game. Gotcha. I got a. I got a laptop with me. It's a, it's pretty it's pretty good. It's a it's a Dell. It's a, I think it's like 16 gigs. It's got some good stuff on it. So I don't know. I mainly play Gary's mod. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's that's an oldie. I, I like RDMing on dark RP servers. That's Have you played like. RuneScape? No. Oh, that's uh, what Alex loves. That's his his autism. Dude, I, 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 no, that's not even the worst one. It's like your city game. It's literally <laughs> fucking spreadsheets. <laughs> Now we've yeah. been playing Halo on here. If you ever wanna, I don't know if your yeah, your computer can probably handle it. This is a fucking like twenty year old game or something at this point, right? Yeah, but this is a massive collection, so it has like all the updated, you know, the the remastered maps that are. Oh, they're more. still not. They shouldn't be that bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's a laptop, so who knows? Oh, Jeff wants me to send you uh, the your Twitter, sir. Go for it. He'll unblock you. Go for it. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I, I was probably trolling or something back then. I I delete my, I I scrub my Twitter account after someone doxed me on the, on their Nova class. It was some pen, it was like a Penn State professor too. It's pretty fucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, oh, you mean Alex's? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. Wait, Jeff didn't block block me, but that would've been funny. Well, no, someone doxed me on there. It was fucking weird. What the fuck's this guy doing? He just killed himself. Uh, but, um... but no, like, I don't know, man. I think someone gave me their Twitter. Someone gave me the, I guess, sociology would have been our certain friend who tried to invite Richard Spencer to Penn State. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, he gave me their, I think, sociology's Twitter profile, and they told me to go and fuck with it, so I did. So, yeah, it was probably deserved. <laughs> well, sorry, I was typing some. What, what was the context you think of why you got blocked? Because a certain person who invited 
Richard Spencer to Penn State gave me the Twitter handle to text it to go into class. And I was uh, posting spicy yeah. memes, probably. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you want to oh. talk about Afghanistan, Sam? Is yeah, let's talk about, yeah. about Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah let's did, talk about that catastrophe. Did you guys? I know Sean saw my my reaction stream on Thursday of Apex, and I did. <laughs> Alex, 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 real quick. I hate to interrupt, but Jeff just said, "Oh, lol." I banned him because yes. <laughs> his fucking profile picture was a rainbow swastika. Was it? I stand behind that choice. I am. I didn't even think I fucking swap. I didn't even remember that. I don't either. But that's funny. I don't even remember doing that. I thought I had that fucking donkey as that or whatever for the longest time. I mean, I disavow, but that's funny. <laughs> I don't even remember doing that. If I did, you know, I was a fucking idiot. Yeah, so, yeah. The Afghanistan catastrophe, if nobody hasn't, like, listened to anybody say anything, you would know that, or wouldn't know, but we'll fill you in that basically the... Uh, quote unquote terrorists. We'll dive in that conspiracy next, but quote unquote terrorist ISIS K. It's like a spinoff of ISIS. Special K. Yeah, <laughs> they uh bombed and attacked a, the Kabul airport, killed not only a bunch of Afghans, but I forget the numbers up to now, but I think it was around twelve American <laughs> yes, soldiers. Members. Mike, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> no, it's just uh, I, I I'm sorry, I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm on Twitter and uh, Spike Cohen, who is uh, who is the um, the vice presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party for 2020. Oh, I know him. Oh, yeah, God. he just he just commented about my uh, my my stuff. Whoa! There so we go. I'm like I'm like a little hype right now. So. Girl famous now. I'm, yes. Uh, Dude, I, Spike is such a dope guy. He's so awesome. He's he's just man. If him and you know, I wasn't a huge fan of Joe Jorgensen. You know, she was okay. But oh boy, she wasn't. She just wasn't exciting. And Gary Johnson also was not very exciting. Dude, I told I said this before. I think you guys should have before John McAfee was whacked. You yes. guys should have had him run because at least he'd have name recognition and he would have been funny. <laughs> yes. That or Joe Exotic. Yes, those yes. would be the, an unironically the highest chance you'd ever have of a libertarian getting elected to public office no, as the a prob- president. Listen, I, I they got to do the smaller offices too. Well, right? I meant the pub. I meant like president. Yeah, you're right. They get those. They had the weird ones. Like I think it was the one in Florida that had a uh, controversy with drinking goat blood during some satanic ritual. Oh, Jeff corrected. He said, "Wait, that was Apex. I'll unban him." <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I don't think I ever did that. Oh wait! Oh wait! So, so, oh, oh my! Oh my God! Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Apex did, Apex, Apex did do the Nazi swastika for the entire month of June. So, oh, just gay pride month. That's probably one of those like trolling things. It's a troll. Yeah, it's a troll. I was about to say like I mean I, I didn't deny it. I said well, it could have been me. <laughs> It could have been. The, the Je- FBI could have staged a false flag in Afghanistan, or the CIA, I mean. Je- Jeff Jeff needs to meet Apex one of the one of these days. I, I feel I feel like oh. 
Well, Dude, Apex, I, I fucking miss Apex, man. I, I want to talk to him again. He's awesome. I, you I, could I, confirm or deny the theory that God is a woman in LSD uh, DMT land. Dude, he reminds me so much of a certain person I used to know. Me uh, too. Me too. But Afghanistan, though. Uh, I know Phil's going to have a lot to say. Oh, yeah. We'll start running down people. Who wants to go first on what you think of Afghanistan? I'll, I'll, I'll take a stab at it. Um, it. So my, my view on Afghanistan is, right, so people keep trying to, like, pit blame against, you know, Trump and Biden. It, it's really all Bush's fault, and Bush is just kind of, you know, just laying low, just hoping that nobody points the finger at him. But, look, he's what got us there in the first place. That was a bad decision. Now let's talk about the withdrawal, okay? No, I don't believe anybody, aside from, like, your warmongers, are criticizing Biden for pulling out. That That's the right decision, in my opinion. Get the fuck out of Afghanistan. The problem is with how he did it, right? Yeah. He made this yeah. huge announcement and was like, okay, on this date, on this time, we're going to fight against the Taliban and we're going to get people out of the... Like, he's given, like, the Taliban a heads up, right? If it was me in charge... If I was commander-in-chief, what I would do is I would send out an alert, whatever alert system we have, to everybody that's eligible for evacuation. And on the top, it would say, shut the fuck up. Don't tell anybody. And it's like, here's the plan. On this date, on this time, be at this location. And essentially, I would just tell the commander of the Air Force, we're going to flood this airport with C-17s and we're going to flood them with Marines to secure the perimeter of the airport so people just can't start like coming on. And I would say... Maybe in 12, 24 hours, get everyone who needs to get out the fuck out. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I think, yeah, no, like his whole reaction to that, he's not even talking. Like his personal reaction, he's like just not answering questions. It's even worse almost than his actual actions, his his lack of actions. Well, did you see when he tried to answer press uh, questions at the press conference? Well, and that's what I, that's what I was going to bring up. The thing that Apex and I were both... L- sitting there looking at was the fact that like that biden was like and now i've been instructed to call on <laughs> and i'm like and it was I'm like, so bad and i'm like yeah is he gonna call fucking life alert <laughs> <laughs> he might need it <laughs> he should he should have because man that speech was bad um but yeah here you have the here you have the fucking president of the united states he can't even he can't even string a fucking sentence together these di- these days. Uh, every, all jokes aside with, like, politics and whatnot, I, I, legitimately, I legitimately don't know how he's even fit to run the country. Yeah, they, they said that Trump wasn't fit to run. It's like, dude, have you ever seen this motherfucker over here? Yeah. This Biden guy? Like, he's, he's fucking... Everything that they said about Trump, it's, like, even worse with Biden. Well, you know what this does, though, like, and I'll dive into more of this later of what happened with Afghanistan, but everything that Biden does makes Trump look so much better and makes Trump look like everything he did was correct. Because it was. I mean, I knew at the time, but I remember we even got into a debate with people during our last turning point, meaning during my time. Like, Phil and I kept defending Trump by doing the slow withdrawal because we were like, look, you can't just boom, pull out like that. It's not that simple. You got to move equipment. You got to get the people out of there. And then get the military out of there. But, but what did Biden do? He thought it was a good idea to bring all the guys with the guns out, all of our soldiers out, leave our people, well, and then get well, them. Here's, here, here's the thing. Like, and our equipment. So, so so Trump, he didn't let nobody know, but uh, he had True. a... He had a... I, I guess he had a kind <laughs> of a drawdown date of like May 1st. Uh, but... 
at the which, at, which to add years, context too was when the Taliban would not be at their strongest. Biden pulled out during the peak of their fighting season. Correct. Not only not only that, not only that, uh, they 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 respected Trump, not in a friendly way, but they 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 knew that if they crossed paths with Trump, Trump would light their shit up. And he, he told him that. But yeah, Biden, yeah. Biden told the Biden told the lead Taliban guy that he spoke with. If you mm-hmm. fuck with us, I know exactly where, where your hometown yeah, is. Trump. And yeah. that's and that's going to be the first place to get bombed if you do yeah. if you do anything. I, Chad. So, so I mean really what they did they they basically waited until Biden got elected and then it was like, Well, we know we can fucking I I mean I that, that this is kind of what I felt. I felt like up oh, they We'll, we'll we'll be a little bit more daring because Biden ain't gonna do shit. He's probably not even the one pulling the strings anyway. Like they know what's going on. I mean, they fucking trolled this dude with ice cream. I saw right? that. They know what's going on. It's not. They're, they're not. They're clearly not stupid. But um, um, but yeah, I that that that's kind of what I think. It's like so you spent lo- so the Biden administration took longer to pull out and did a way more fuck up of a job like it was just bad and like 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 you just you decided to pull the troops out first no you don't do that you don't do that you you pull you take out the americans you take out the americans you take out the afghanis first you destroy all the fucking equipment grab whatever you you are able to fucking pull out and then you take the military out last that's with boomers, man. They don't have they don't have a fucking pullout game. <laughs> well, see, I will admit, like when I saw last week all the shit going down with the Taliban retaking Afghanistan, like I, I was upset. I was like, but I kind of was like, well, it is Biden, so I guess this shouldn't come as a big surprise. But when I saw what happened with them attacking the airport, and I, I heard it right from a guy who was on the ground on Bannon show saying what was going down. And I was like, oh, no, there's probably going to be American casualties. Probably going to have Americans coming out on, in stretchers. And, and sure enough, and honestly, like, I'm not, I don't really get pissed off the news anymore. I don't get pissed off a lot of things. I just laugh at craziness or I just go about my life. But this is one of the few times in a long time I genuinely was, like, getting angry pissed off to the point where I had to turn off the news. I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. This is too much. Well, I mean, what did you... As somebody who has served there, Phil, how, what did you feel about this? Oh, oh it, it, was, it was anger, because all of this, all of this could have easily been avoided. Everything, every bad fucking thing that happens could have easily been avoided. And, and, and you know, you got Joe Biden, he's He's on 60 Minutes, he's on fucking, and then he's talking about, no, I don't know, I don't know if any of this could have been avoided. Yes, it could have absolutely been avoided. Abso-fucking-lutely, and he just, he just really, I think it was just Biden. Even Biden wanted, he wanted to draw down by X date, he didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't give a shit about logistics, he didn't give a shit about anything else, he just wanted X to happen. And that was it. Like he, he didn't give a shit about, and he, and he made the decision unilaterally. 
This is a, this is the problem here. He made the decision unilaterally. He he made the decision against general's orders. He made the decision against uh the NATO, his NATO allies orders. Like Britain's fucking still pissed off at him. Like, you know, this this is he wanted to do this thing where he was going to get all the credit and surprised it blew up in his fucking face. Now, well, here's the one devil's advocate viewpoint that I'm starting to lean towards. Do you think it was intentional to bring Afghanistan back into chaos? Yes. Of course it was. It was the, it's oh, the military-industrial complex. They want this. They like this. They have more money. That's what I, I think. Mean, there's a couple of theories. Yeah. There's a couple of theories you could look at. That is probably the most... The one you guys are saying, um, the one that I'm kind of leaning toward, is probably the most popular. I mean, there's, you know, there's there's another theory that you know maybe maybe China might have pressured them into pulling out early, or pulling out, uh, and tried to make them hurry to get out because you notice that the Russian and the Chinese embassies weren't fucked with at all, right? Nobody fucked with those. That, yeah. And and we we all know that Biden we all know that Biden has a very good relationship with the Chinese. Um, Do you think they're going to start making moves on Taiwan? Of course, yeah, China, China, yeah, it's over. China's going to go for it. Highly likely because they, they go for it. yeah because they, they they know that they know that Biden is a pushover. Like no one, no one in the world respects him anymore. I'm, yeah, it's just so weak. He fell asleep so with weak. the fucking Israeli prime minister oh, today. No. Wait, what? Yo, he yeah. fell asleep talking to him. He, I you didn't see, see that. that. Yo, Wait, he fell asleep. What? Fell asleep, <laughs> sitting in his chair, lumped over. Nap time. Yeah. I wish Netanyahu was there as prime minister because he would have like bumped and be like, "Hey, wake the fuck up." Sleepy Joe's trending on Twitter. Oh my god, this. Yeah. See, this is how Trump is genius. He will give people a nickname that you go like, yeah, I can kind of see that person, but they inevitably do exactly what their nickname shows them to do. Hillary My Clinton question. falls over and gets chucked into a fucking van, and she's all literally crooked. <laughs> Biden, Sleepy Joe, literally falls asleep. Like they, they their nicknames become a self fulfilling prophecy. It's amazing. My question is. Because by the time that 2024 comes around, Trump's going to be the same age as Biden is now. Is he really, like, do you think Trump will still be there enough to do it in 2024? Absolutely. I actually think absolutely, unless something crazy happens. You said that Trump's going to run? You said Trump is going to run? Absolutely. Nope, I I actually have money against him that he's not going to run. Really? What's your rationale? I'm curious. Look, here's here's the reality. So I know that you guys, you know, uh, that's right. We can't talk about election integrity. Um, I believe that the majority of America, the majority of Americans cannot stand Trump's personality. And that played a big factor in him losing is the I, fact. I can see it. So so yeah. my attitude is that I believe that from a political standpoint, people like the fact that he was tough. He 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 gave off the vibes of, you know, I'm in charge, I am in command, and his policies weren't all that bad. Um, unfortunately, I, I just believe that the personal aspect of him is not there and he, he can't he can't win again. And I feel like if he runs again, he will lose. He is better off endorsing somebody else and somebody else taking the to the reins of power. No, you know, I, I don't disagree with you on that as much. I 
I really don't. Like, I can see that, you know, because I know a lot of people didn't vote for Trump because they didn't like his fucking talk, but we'll there, see. There, there, there's a, I basically get what you're saying. I kind of agree, but there's a big problem, which is, yes, in 2016, the biggest thing that kept a lot of people packed was, I don't like his tweets. I don't like what he says. And I'm just like, get over it. The country's about to die. Yeah. This guy's going to save us. Well, in in 2020, when I was campaigning, knocking hundreds of doors, I heard the same complaints from people like that seemed to be their biggest reason. But what I started to notice was people that didn't vote for him in 16 that were right leaning and would have voted for him and should vote for him, vote for him in 20. And the numbers prove that he gained 10, 15 million votes, whatever it was. And. He gained. He grew I think, his voter base. He but didn't now lose he will not have any access to social media. You can't. That worries me more. And that's he's not working on an now. alternative, but I don't know that's, how it's going to fare. But I mean, in all honesty, if Trump wins, he's going to be the candidate by default. Absolutely, he's absolutely going to be the candidate by default because there's no one else. That that's there's no one else. There's also a factor of people, especially on the right, but when you con- he's now getting the contrast, which he didn't really have before. Like you could contrast him to Obama, but now, like I said, look, when Trump was in, immigration, border secure, no wars. Everybody, nobody was fucking with him. And when they did, he punched back 10 times harder with a Moab and with airstrikes. And the economy was great. With Biden... Everything that was good under Trump is now bad. And, it, and the media can spin as much as they can, but people at the end of the day are going to go, my gas prices are higher, my food prices are higher, that and is- now Afghanistan's a mess. And they're, the people that maybe were on the Here's fence about Trump are going to be dying to have him back. And I think Trump does really well, and any candidate that's a change candidate does really well when things are really bad. Yeah, but on the other hand, too, I think that there's a lot of the older boomer base who would have voted for Trump. I don't think they're, you know, between the coronavirus, I think that killed off a lot of people. There is, killed off. There is, yeah. there is something I kind of want to interject here uh, real quick. I think, like, in terms of, uh, and by the way, Fat Kick Boy, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the $5 super chat. I, um... I think there are a couple things at play here. I, I think I don't think I don't think that Trump is going to be running in twenty twenty four either just because of the um just because like he'll be seventy eight years old and you know, just physically I don't know if he'll be if he'll be up for it. That's what we have to, you know, take into account. But I think um I think one of the things that Trump one of the big motivators in 2016, was that Trump was running against Hillary Clinton, who is the who is literally, uh, as I call Devil. her, the, yeah, the she's the she's saying, right? So like even even people who like weren't you know like particularly fond of Trump in the beginning, like me, were like, well, I'm gonna vote for him because I just hate that bitch so much, and then I and then like I ended up loving Trump the more. You know, in the campaign, I got in, into it. But, uh, you know, now, I we need someone like DeSantis. And I'm not saying DeSantis is going to be the guy, but we need someone who has Trump's fierceness 
and no bullshit attitude without Trump's, uh, you know, like, uh, shoot yourself in the foot on Twitter type mentality. But see, the yeah. problem is that's the thing that the base loves about Trump yeah. is that he doesn't give a shit. And that's the so, thing that, you know, I was on Twitter once is that everybody, and look, I like DeSantis. I'm a little iffy. I'm a little suspect on some things, but I generally like him. But the problem I keep seeing is the neocons like DeSantis, and they all say he's Trump without the bad stuff. And I say Trump without the bad stuff is not Trump. And that is, goes back to what I said earlier about like rock stars, celebrities, or messy, complicated people, and you can't get this perfect person without some messiness. And there, and there is no DeSantis without Trump. Yeah. Yeah. There is no. Yeah. But but in, in any case, well, okay. So if and and we could dig into this a little bit too. The if Trump, like say, if Trump decides that he's going to run again, he will have questions that will need to be answered, like there before he runs again. One of them being, um, and and a couple couple of my friends have voted for it. The one thing that does irk him is well, tax returns. He um, he hired a lot of the swamp, right? That yeah, was a that, problem. That, that was a drain problem. the swamp thing kind of pissed me yeah, off. He that, should have done a better job of that. Like, yeah. The problem like, he had was who he didn't know who Jared, to trust. Jared, and he didn't have much yeah. to choose from. But I think he's learned a bit more from that. Now, if he says that, so if he says that, people could probably get behind him. Like, look, this is my first. This is the first time on the gig. I'm not really a politician. I've learned who I can and can't trust. Here, here, here's here's what I plan to do. Then that might be a little bit better, more successful. But I'm not sure that he. I'm well, not. I'm. I would. I'm not confident that he would go in that direction. That's just. That's well, yeah. Of, who's who's he going to select? Who's he have left? You know, that's going to be his friend. Like he's got a few people, but he needs to start finding that shit out now. Even his own family turned on him. I know. Like, remember Mary Trump. Like it's insane. It well, that, I mean, I'm okay with I'm okay with Jared Kushner. Yeah, I agree with well, that. Well, they oh, themselves from Jared. Yeah, fuck them. I never liked them yeah. to begin with. But well, well, I'm saying like with Mary Trump, at least Jared, you know, to different views, but at least he never like openly bashed Trump. Mary Trump went out and like constantly bashed him. It's still bashing him to this day. And honestly, I think we can put all this aside. I think the two things that matter most that would hurt Trump is social media, censorship, and election integrity. Those are the well, two things that are really stopping a victory. Well, now, not even stop- that. He doesn't have any friends left. He has no... He has friends, but, you well, how know... How many of them are trustworthy? But, but he ran with everybody against him and won in 16. I know. They know? were going to repeat where he but, can't get any decent, like, bag of people. But, but well, he- that's, that's where we need to do stuff. We but, got people like Matt Gates and we got people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, but we need more people like that. I think that's a generational but, process. It's not going to happen overnight, but the midterms might help us get really, we're getting rid of Liz Cheney, we're getting rid of McConnell eventually, getting rid of some low hanging fruit. But you still got to keep doing this. And it's going to take some time, but it's it's slowly starting. The Trump revolution is going to take a long time. I don't you know. I don't know. I, I think they're going to, we're going to be in a world where, you know, we have MAGA with, you know, I don't think he's going to be taking the lead anymore. I don't think I look if Trump, if Trump runs, he's going to be the candidate. 
Yeah. And when you look at the when you look at the alternative, it's going to be either we're going to be stuck Santis. in the position. It's going to be either DeSantis. Well, well, well I'll tell you. We'll, well DeSantis. Well, I'll tell you right now, DeSantis will not run against Trump. No, he he's too smart. He'll want to be VP. That's he what he'll want. He no, no, I'll tell you what. He's not going to pick Mike Pence as his VS president. Of yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's what yeah. I mean. Like he's that guy's done. Yeah. So who's he going to have as VP? You know, he's going to call. DeSantis. He's going to call me. He's gonna, no. <laughs> no. No. But I, I think he will. Who else would he pick? No, because because me. look, in all reality, <laughs> he's <gonna> call me. <laughs> yes. They call some of those boomer fucking volunteers you have. Yeah, easy to call a Q person. I mean, people, people are <laughs> the thing with the election with 2024 is if you look at the elect, I mean, it's going to be like it. It's good. The realistic possibility is it's either going to be Trump or because uh, if it's if it's by if it's Biden for four more years or if it's Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. um, it, you're looking at maybe the end of America. Well, so it's I, like, I think it's. I think Biden's gonna be one term. I think it's gonna be Kamala, which is like. I don't know if it's Hillary. gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be Kamala. I think they're gonna pick someone else. Yeah, I, I think. But I think she's making the moves to be. She's gonna think. try to be, but I don't think she's gonna win it. It. it that, that's it, true. It cannot be Kamala because because I mean Kamala is hated by the Democrats more than Biden is like. This is, this is about as far as the conversation could go without talking about election integrity. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, to consider, this is why I think Trump is dead. Well, I kind of thought Trump was running when I saw him losing weight, when I saw him keep doing these rallies and keeping involved. But the thing, there are two things that really got me. He's probably losing think, weight because he realizes he's not going to live much longer the size he is. No, no, he's making, there's a pattern. He's making all kinds of moves to ensure that he can and will run again. And the more definitive proof to me is two things. Number one, on Sean Handy, he said, when asked, Trump said, I've decided I'm running in 2024. This is a guy who everybody around him will tell you when he decides on something, he's sticking with it. He's not changing his mind. And to say it this early and to be still doing political rallies and acting like you're running in 2024, yeah, he's running. And even Sean Spicer, who... You know, didn't last too long, but they are still friends and cool with each other. He said, oh, yeah, Trump's running. Oh, yeah, about See, that. I think yeah. that's the other bad thing, too. Like, he had a lot of decent people I just fucking fired at the flip of a hat. You know, if he didn't fire him so quickly, well, maybe think, he would have had more friends in the I end. I think a lot of that, I think people understand that a lot of that that was going on was a lot of shady people. That, again, going back to the swamp, right? Because mm. a lot of the swamp that, that, he, that he hired was making some of these decisions like you got jared kushner you've got general kelly you've got like a lot of these people that were making these moves uh and they weren't really in trump's best interest so if he if he can somehow relay to the masses that this is not gonna let that i have fixed this situation and and like, like then, I, I think he'd be okay. But that will, that will rear its ugly head. Garen fucking teed. If he runs again, that will I, be. He's gonna lose. He's gonna lose if he runs again. I could see it. I, I like it depends. honestly. If the like, election integrity like isn't fixed. Well, so how's it gonna be fixed? Yeah. It's not gonna be fucking fixed. No, no it could be. It, it could be fixed enough. Well, how's it gonna are... be fixed under Biden? 
Well, first of all, elections are a state issue, not a federal issue. Well, for now, I've I've heard they want to go and move it to a state issue. They 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 well, they'd have to get it through the Senate and the Supreme Court would have to rule on it. I don't think that'd fly. I personally don't think so. It's a state's issue, and we'll see what the Arizona audit shows, and we'll see where all because I think once Arizona, if that has some some meat on it, well, the other dominoes stuck. are going to fall. We'll, we'll also, we will well, here's the thing. If Arizona audit shows shit, what's going to happen? Like, what's their end game with that? The other dominoes will fall. You'll have Georgia doing, you have Pennsylvania doing, you have Nevada well, do one. PA won't do it. Well, we're, we're, yeah, Georgia's already working on one. It's true. Yeah. Well, the other thing too, guys, is we're also going to have to see what happens with the recall uh, election in Newsom. In, yeah. In California. Ah, that that doesn't matter. Well, uh, well hold, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, though, Alex. They're they're all. They're already finding instances of like ballot tampering Fraud. and yeah, because I mean, and look, like Larry Elder or not, the fact like the I like one, I do I like him I I fuck actually enjoy Larry Elder since fucking show all the time. There are uh, yeah, so do I. I actually I I actually met Larry Elder a couple of uh, years ago. The fact that they're trying to write hit piece after hit piece on him and mm-hmm. they're and, scared. Well, and and so. Uh, that's the other thing I'd say about DeSantis is, yeah, like, DeSantis is saying, you know, DeSantis is, like, 100% where I want him, but the fact that, like, they keep trying to, like, blame DeSantis for, like, rising COVID numbers in Florida and, like, right hit pieces on him, like, as I always, as I always say, pay attention to, to the media's writing hit pieces on the most, because that's yep. who the establishment is afraid of, and right now... They're afraid of Trump, they're afraid of Elder, and they're afraid of DeSantis. They're... I agree 100%. Uh, okay, okay, hold on. Let, let's just dispel this right now. There's no way Larry Elder is running for, for president in 2020. No, he's he, not. He's, he's going to fix California. He's going to repair if, that shithole. If he even can. I don't even know if he can. No, I don't no he'll he win. Can. He'll win. He'll win the luck. recall. He'll I, win the recall. He could win. He could win, but he ain't going to be able to do shit. No, he, no, 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 no. Listen, just because the legislature isn't on his side. Look, his platform is, is I mean, he's running as a Republican, but he's he's really a libertarian. So he's just going to say, we're going to stop enforcing all of these bullshit laws and things will just get better. <laughs> right? Because he has that problem. California. That, that's not going to happen. Like, he's yeah, going to yeah. basically be fucking veto. Like, he, they're going to override yeah. all his vetoes. He's just going to be a figurehead yeah. to piss people off. And the problem is, yeah, because Cal- California is super, a super majority Democrat. So any literally anything he tries to push or recommend or whatever is not going to. You know what? I think I think you're wrong, and let me tell you why I think you're wrong. If the margin of victory, if the margin of victory for Larry Elder is large enough, I believe that some of these state reps are going to take a real close look at the districts they serve in and say, "Holy fuck, my district voted for Larry Elder. My ass is on the line." So if I keep up with this progressive liberal democratic bullshit, my bad, democrat bullshit, um, I'm going to lose my seat. You know, so I feel like that they're not going to be as close-minded as you're making them out to be because no, if they're no. I think all the Republicans. Really? I think all the Republicans in California probably left during COVID, and they're moving to California. We're moving to Texas now. Well, I, I, I mean, I mean, look, the possibility. So, so it while it might not matter from a you know legislative perspective, it could matter in that like if if you could get if Larry Elder could become governor, it might it might flip a couple of seats 
from California, rad. That Wasn't the sense with the new census too? They, I think California is gaining seats or losing them. I forget. I thought they lost it. They lost it. They lost them. Yeah. So Texas gained. Some. That. Texas gained. I think a few, didn't they? Texas they gained did. two. Florida gained one. Mm-hmm. PA yeah. probably lost some too. PA but lost that's another one. thing too. And then, yeah. and then you and 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 here and I'll say the for me, I think one of the biggest ones is going to be Pennsylvania. Mm. It is. Think about it. Tom Wolf is gone. Yep. He will not run again. If they get a good candidate, if they get a good governor candidate, they like that could change a whole lot of shit. Who are you leaning towards? Bardos or Parnell? Say it again. Who are you leaning towards um, for governor? If look, if Mastriano was to run, I would fucking. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, he, I, like I think there was someone who called me on the phone about his ass. Well, they he's had, pushing like, hard to get the re, the audit here, so it might have been about that. Yeah, yeah he's he's the one. No, that's they, were asking, the audit. they were asking a survey about what your thoughts on the candidates were. Like, I don't yeah. even like yeah. there was that guy, and there was yeah. who was the other people? Well, it was about Bardos and Parnell too. Yeah, I think there was yeah. Parnell. It's like, yeah, they all were those that. guys going yeah. for Senate. I, I don't know, forget. man. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, They're just Parnell. Parnell was going up again. Uh, 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 he was going for a house seat the last time against Connor Lamb. Yeah, yeah, and and he lost to by one percent. Yeah, for very sketchy shit too. But um, I think he's going for Senate, now, right? And uh, and of course, the uh, Secretary of State had to fucking resign in disgrace. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Wait, um, what happened with the Secretary of State? I forget. The, Wasn't um, it a child porn scandal or something? Oh, no, God. No, Fucking think, Democrats and their child porn. No, I think it was a... Uh, I think it had something to do with the um, not not disclosing uh, some congressional amendment or something like that. Oh, yeah, something like that. It was yeah. some real shady stuff. Yeah. I just checked, and Parnell's the guy running for Senate that's going to fill... Uh, to, it's Toomey's seat. They're no, fuck, him. fuck him. I yeah, hate Toomey's Toomey. awful. Yeah, thank you. Why, why, why do you guys hate Toomey? What's wrong with Toomey? Oh, he voted, Toomey. He voted in peace. He's, he's an anti-gun fucking senator. Fuck him or whatever he is. Yeah, he was a senator anti-gun. Voted in peace, Trump. And he, he's he got really anti-Trump near the end of his term, too. I, I never liked him. He gave me just weird vibes. But... um. That seat's up, and I think Fetterman's going for it. You know, the fucking oh, that's, guy. That's the guy who threatened a black dude with a shotgun, yeah. Yeah, the dude looks like a gangster, like a freaking mob boss or something. Not in a cool way, but like in a scary way. And yeah, I, I think that should be the attack ad against him. You have a field day with how he went after a black jogger, an unarmed black jogger with a shotgun. And he's going to be up against, on the Republican side, it's either going to be Jeff Bardos or Sean Parnell. Parnell's a veteran, served in Afghanistan, and I I was initially leaning towards Bardos because of his, he was doing smart messaging for small businesses, but he's now been uh, seeing Parnell on Tucker recently, just railing against Biden. I love Parnell. He seems 
awesome. Yeah, I, I think we're going to start seeing a dawn of, of the alpha male again. Yeah. Here's, here's the question. Like, we all we all like to shit on Biden, right? Like, but do you guys really want President Harris? Is that something no. you're interested in? No, that's, oh, that's oh, not okay. what I'm going to talk about. Like, I've seen Republicans introduce articles in peace. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's going to be even worse with Harris. See, well, I, I think, think those I, are political moves because they know they're not going to actually impeach him. But well, maybe they think... fucking will. You know, what no, if they do? Cause, just cause because Biden gets impeached, it's going to be by his cabinet. It will not be by Congress. Yeah. I, well, yeah, no, I maybe the Democrats see this as a way to get fucking Kamala in there. Well, they, they, I've heard from people, supposed we have sources that like Pasovic, that the DNC hates Kamala, but she has worked her way into a lot of positions. She has fucked her way to the top. Yep. That, yep. Yep. That's true. <laughs> yep. She. And she's, so she has leverage. She's, she's that bitch that shouldn't be in a position. <laughs> those that you beef feel. curtains have seen a hell of a. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't even say that with a straight face. Female privilege. I love that phrase. That is such a fun phrase to say. <laughs> beef curtain. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that from you. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I call it roast beef, but yeah. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and then imagine, and then wait a second. So if we impeach Biden, impeach Kamala, then we we're stuck with Pelosi, right? So yeah. it, it never it, yeah. it's a progression of worse. It, it never gets better. If if I was the Republicans, I would wait until the twenty. I would wait until the next election. Because mm. really, 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 Biden is kind of just destroying this thing all on his own. We really, you really don't need to dig up dirt or do anything like that. All you just got to do is sit back, eat some popcorn, and watch the fucking show. And and he's kind of just killing this thing all on his own. But I, I, so you you wait until the election, get control of the House, get control of the Senate, and then start dropping bombs. I I, w- I will say this for Kamala though. Her her head game has to be somewhat decent because I mean she did basically suck and fuck her way to the top, so it couldn't it couldn't happen I, it couldn't happen that bad. I, yeah. I have to admit though, you, you gotta admit you hate her, she's crazy, but she's probably one of the better looking Democrats. Yeah, Let's she, be real. You know, my, my fair, dad, AOC, you know, she at least be a little bit better looking than that shit. AOC I, I don't, and Kamara probably the best looking Democrats. No, no, like, no, let's no, be no. real. Yeah. Well, can, can you she's... find can you find a better looking one? I challenge you. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Is she a yeah, Democrat? Give... Though? Yes, she is a Democrat. I thought she's no longer yeah. fucking. A... In well, she is a Democrat in name only. She's... Well, yeah. She's a Dino. Dino. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, she because look, she's in Hawaii. You can't win as a Republican, even though she kind of acts like one, but kind of doesn't. Yeah, well, there's a lot of military and there's a lot of military in Hawaii. So that's probably how she got, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, Tulsi. I mean, Tulsi. I mean, I'm a Republican, but Tulsi is a mill. So. Um... <laughs> Sam, your degeneracy has no home here. <laughs> Be gone. Oh, oh come on! Oh come on! Phil, Phil's, Phil's here. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but he's a veteran. If we kick him out, we'll get you know we'll be called like, oh, you hate veterans or something. Exactly, but um, but no. What I was gonna what I was gonna say about Biden though too is I do think impeachment is very well possible because even the corporate even the corporate press who is trying to cover who usually tries to cover for Biden even they're admitting that this thing in Afghanistan 
and Biden's is awful. Yeah. Even even they're saying that this is a total fuck up. And when yeah. that, and when that happens, I'm always like, oh boy, if CNN and MSNBC are, uh, you know, saying that, that this is fucked up, then it's you know, I mean, like, I... how how else do you say it? You know, what else can they really say? Like, I think the DNC is preparing. This, you know, this is why Biden's gonna be a one term. He's gonna be a fucking Jimmy Carter of 2020. Oh, he's worse than Carter, well, I think. Okay, hold. Hold on, though, because remember when remember when the Arab Spring happened happened and you know Fast and Furious happened like there were but Democrats covered it up. This one they're letting it happen. Like yeah, you can't cover this well, up. There's there's a the only way they can they spin blame this Bush is blame Trump. That's the only well, way they can spin. This. They blame Bush on Fast and Furious because they had Operation Wide Receiver. You well, know they were able to go and blame it on the fucking other guy. But when I hear this, that, I think of Sandusky jokes. Well, well, that, well, that, <laughs> well, that's well, well, that's well, that's what I'm saying though. It's like you know, it's like, it's like last time when when Obama was in office, there were definitely things that he should have been impeached for, and yet the media bended over backwards to protect to protect him. They can't do that now with Biden. This this is bad. Like oh, this is yeah. worse. Well, this is way worse because it seems like sheer. Like, look, there, you can think it's intentional, fine, but to the average person, this is going to seem like sheer incompetence. Incompetence that cannot continue and be tolerated. But the tricky thing too is the Democrats have trivialized impeachment because they impeached Trump twice over nothing. Zippo, and he got cleared in the Senate both times. He did nothing wrong, so they've trivialized it to a point that now we're again. It's going to be like the nuclear option, I think, where Republicans go, "Hey, better be careful with this." Oh, you did it. Okay, we're going to do it now too. If they have any balls, they'll start, you know, getting a little ballsier with things. But McConnell's balls are all shriveled up like raisins. Oh yeah, like can you imagine McConnell's are probably like. Yeah. I mean. Have you ever seen like, a turtle's this... nutsack? sack? <laughs> <laughs> does look like a turtle. I'm not going to Google that, but I really want to Google what it looks like right now. But probably I, don't not have... I don't think they even have that sex. They're not mammals, right? I don't know. Fucking lizards, they use some weird shit. Lizard people? That's what they all fucking are. Yes. You were saying something, Phil? Yeah, I I mean... this This is... Is I mean I mean we were saying we were saying this last week like if if anything happened like if anything were to happen uh, in in Afghanistan that this would probably be worse than the fall than the fall of Saigon mm. in in Vietnam and lo and behold thir- 13, 13 troops. Are gone, Dude, right? The fucking helicopter looks just like Saigon too. It's great. Oh. Yeah, I, oh. but but there was but there's no note. I don't think there's any known fatalities in the fall of Saigon. No, this one, this one has fatalities, and in a much faster, and in a much faster pace too. Like it's just like and imba- more embarrassing. Well, the, like, could you were, get more embarrassed? Were they asking the Taliban to help them defend the fucking airbase? Yes. Oh. Like, yes. What is this shit? Yeah, that was what Tucker was talking about. They literally, our our geniuses, unless they're intentionally doing this, literally went, "Hey, uh, we need some airport security, Taliban. 
You want to do that? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, and then, yeah. and then they would, hey, Talbot, we know some bad guys that you don't like. You, you want to help us out? Okay, here are all of our Americans' um, names and green cards stationed in, in Afghanistan. Can you help us out? Yeah, okay, thanks. Thanks, Taliban. We can trust you, right? Yeah, Clay, yeah, yeah, Clay, Clay Travis um, brought this up, too, on the Clay and uh, Buck show uh, yes, yesterday, that Biden was, Biden was in Congress when the fall of Saigon happened, and, oh. and, he, and he was the one that, like, authorized, he was, like, one of the Congress people that, like, approved the operation that turned into the fall of Saigon, so, yeah, he's... So yeah, he's been around for like two of these clusterfucks. So oh, he's got good experience. Hey guys, um, it's been a pleasure talking to you all. I do have to go, sadly, but it has been a wonderful <laughs> two and a half hours. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Oh, dude, thanks for coming on yourself, oh, yeah. man. We love that. We we haven't had guests in a long time, but other than I mean, Sam, What's you're that? you're just like the frequent like I guess infrequent co-hosts if anything you yeah know? I'm, I'm not really oh, we appreciate a, it i'm not really a guest anymore i'm kind of like a panelist yeah. at this point mm-hmm. so. yeah. and yeah. uh we'll, we'll certainly keep in touch all right yeah, yeah man you ever want to come on again fucking let us know appreciate yeah. it i'll keep you guys posted take care have a great night you you too. Um, what a king what a king where where can people i know he's signed uh, off he's but fine. where can people find him at uh, penn state pull... protesting <laughs> Don't dox him. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, it, yeah, I know. That's what I was kidding. Uh, his Twitter handle I can pull up. And that seems to be... I, I know he has a website, but if you go follow him on Twitter, you could use the love there. It's at Resist Penn State. All one word, at Resist Penn State on Twitter. Go follow him. I just got shot in Halo. So you better do because I sacrificed my life in Halo for it. At Resist Penn State on Twitter. Give him a follow. He's a true king. Soldiered through. Literally got punched in the face or clocked, you know, like an elbow in the face and bled out for us. He gave his blood for us guys. And Antifa was there too. So give him yeah, a follow. Yeah, and that and that's one of the reasons, folks, why why I decided to, to simulcast tonight was because some of you guys did bring up the uh, the Penn State thing uh, to me yesterday so i figured that doing a simulcast on this would just be you know interesting to do so but yeah, i mean yeah. when it when it fucking comes it comes you got fucking jeff in here too right yeah that was yeah. awesome yeah that that we was finally got him on that was uh that was that was great and we will uh I'll, we'll be sure to get jeff back because what i really want is the jeff versus Phil, um, uh, you know, showdown. Yeah, I also, yeah. I also want the, I also want the Jeff versus uh, Apex, uh, uh, showdown, showdown too. Even though Apex doesn't know Jeff, I just want, I just want Apex to mess with uh, Jeff for a bit. Yeah, I, I think. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm up for whatever. You know me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, it was good fine 
getting him in the room to talk to all of us. Because, I mean, I will say, I obviously going to disagree with him on a lot of things, but he's at least open-minded. Yeah. He's at least, least approachable. Yeah, and, and you can have an honest, real conversation with him, none of this, like, filtered BS. Yeah. And, and real quick, because I know you sound like you want to say something, Phil, but Fat Kekboy in the chat says, uh, yo, rather have Tulsi than Kamala. I Yeah, I mean, yeah. they at least have somebody that's 100%. a bit better. But, yeah. You want to say something, Phil, too? Uh, um. No, I said what I was going to say. Okay, cool. Well, the only other thing I want to talk about, really, and then we can keep going or go out or whatever we want to do, is Eric Clapton was trending on Twitter and all across the world because he dared make an anti-lockdown, anti-mask protest song. Something the left loves to do, make all these songs about whatever cause they act like they're caring about. He does it, and they call him a white nationalist. Now, what is interesting, I want to point out something that's interesting that I think is rather brave of him to do, dare I say. Not necessarily the song, but I found interviews where they were saying, well, where he was addressing some pretty bad stuff he said in the past. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He was at a concert, I think, and he basically was telling, like, all you gamer words and all of you... Uh, other races to get out of the country, what the <laughs> which fuck? is like that's it's pretty funny. out there. Uh, yeah, like this is say, was this what did Eric Clapton do before this? Like, what was his musical shit? Musical shit. Well, he he is revered in the industry. Well, revered. He's, I forget. He's considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest, guitar players of, of all time. Yeah, um, yeah, he's yeah. highly. Can, you know, up there in terms of guitarists, he's obviously has his solo work like Slow Hands, his probably most famous album. But he's also done songs for other groups or played guitar for other groups. He, and like he did stuff for the Beatles, he did stuff for a lot of people. He's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame six times. Like he and he's the one that he's the one freaking that, fire. That's done that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know, yeah. so so basically, he he's uncancelable, and I I fucking I fucking love that because you can basically say whatever he wants, and they can, they can't cancel him now because he's you know he's Eric Clapton. So. Yeah, yeah, he has that level of legendary status at this point. But what I found interesting, because I don't know too much about him actually, I really haven't dived into him. I know his music a little bit. And I, I have a couple, like one of his albums, Slow Hand. Um, but what's interesting was he said some pretty bad stuff at one point, but he didn't go in an interview and say, oh, that's not me. Oh, I would never say that. I was just drunk. What was interesting was he literally said, I used to be pretty damn racist, but I've changed. And I thought, that's, I've never heard anybody say that. Can you think of anybody else who genuinely was able to say that? Because that sounds like, to me, a more honest take, especially considering that was from, like, the 70s, which, you know, obviously things were getting better then, but there were still quite a few people that were pretty racist then. And he had flat out admitted, like, yeah, I was racist then, but I've changed and I'm not now. The only yeah, I thought that was a really, really interesting thing to say. And I think that's the sort of thing 
that more people should be like and should be saying obviously not being racist don't take that context but don't when they do something bad yeah don't lie and admit that you've changed because that's what humans should do if they're doing something bad as they change not act like they've always been a perfect person so i found i was surprised to see that and it actually made me respect them more the only other one i can think of that that uh that has done that interesting enough is Van Morrison, who is also pretty, <laughs> his buddy now. Who, who is also pretty well. I mean, they they've been well, they've buddies. been buddies, but like they're tight buddies now. Yeah, in well, getting uh, shit from the left. Well, it, well, and Van and Van Morrison has also been accused of being of being a misogynist too, because like back back in the back in the seventies, like he used to. So he, he's he's from Ireland and. Uh, and Gavin actually actually loves Van Morrison because I guess Van Morrison is like Scotch Irish and uh, so is so is, Gabby. so is Gavin. So like they so Gavin's a big fan, but uh, yeah, I guess Van Morrison wrote like a wrote like a song about like no more lockdowns like about like six months ago, and everyone basically was like freaking out, and he basically said if you don't like the if you don't like the music, don't buy it, you know, or fuck off. So, um, good. And you know, yeah. And he's also admitted that he used to say like some pretty like racist and sexist, you know, things. But you know, and he's changed. But like, he's never like apologized, you know, for for what mm. he said back in the nineties. He just said it was a different time, and you know, I've changed. So well, that's the more honest truth of the matter. It's like whenever times you see, and you're still seeing it, they try to change. Oh, this is another thing that can, can connect to this kind of. But when you see how in the movies they'll try and change stuff that was racist then or looks bad then from the 30s, it's like, look, this should you should keep that there because it shows what those times were like and how we shouldn't be that way and how it's reflective of that time. It's the way things work. You like it or not, it's the way it was, and. All art is reflective of the time it was made in, for better or worse. But did you see that Disney is changing the name of Boba Fett's ship? Yes. Yeah. No, lo- no longer the Slave One. It's going to be the... Spitfire? Firestorm, or whatever it's I called. That was a Spitfire, or whatever. No, that, that'd be a little too generic, so they went for another generic name. Yeah, so you can't even in Star Wars use the word slave, basically. What do they call what happened to Layla or Princess Leia? Leia. They're, they're, they're calling her the Hut Slayer now, and that was. <laughs> Wait, yeah. are you not joking? No, I'm no, I'm I'm not joking. Look, look, look it up. So... The Slut Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Layla the Leia the Slut Slayer. Well, yeah. Well, that well, that's what it should be called. But, yeah, Leia, Leia the Hut Slayer. Which, by the way, when when Disney tried to come after Slave Leia, uh, even even Carrie Fisher like laughed them off. So being like, enslaved, what, like is, she's fucking enslaved. She's a sex slave at that point. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't have to say the sex part, but like, she's not there of her own free will, and she's not arrested, so she's a slave. I guess I need to. You know, the, well, the other thing, too, is with Slave and Star Wars, it's never used in the context of black people. It's like, usually... Well, they have Wookiees, but I think I'll just rewrite that whole history, too, because weren't they enslaved? 
Were they now well, like? There were just... so many different alien species in Star Wars are enslaved. Well, and and it, and the point too is, it's like the they never like portrayed it as like a good thing either. This no, is... it's never portrayed that way. Didn't the Mandalorian specifically like enslave fucking Wookies and shit, or like capture them? Weren't they like slave captors or something at some point? Yeah, like. Well, or like, the one guy, the lizard people did that shit. They like rip off their like hide and they use it to go and you know like make rugs and shit. Well, there's a whole Clone Wars episode of when Anakin and Ahsoka are dropped on this slave planet, and they have to like I think I forget what they have to do, but they basically get enslaved and they get thrown to this like Hunger Games style like you know death match, team death match. Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah, Battle Royale. They do, team, yeah. they do doubles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and it literally is like this is a ch- yeah, I it's, I don't like calling it a children's show, but it's technically it was on Cartoon it's a children, It is a children's show. Yeah, it's, Who cares? I mean, it's a children's show. It's a good children's show, but still yes. a fucking kids show. Yeah, well, well, yeah, exactly. Well, my point being is that it, it's like kids are watching it, and the message that's portraying is slavery bad. It's like. It's just I I don't I I would love to hear Disney's rationale for it, but I think they're trying to make Boba Fett is this is my guess more marketable because they're making this new Boba Fett show and spinoff show and they don't want the Slave Association to. But the joke is Boba Fett is not a good guy. He's a fucking mercenary, man. Wasn't he's a he? bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter. Well, he's just like that's his character. He's this rough, mysterious, cutthroat, dangerous, notorious bounty hunter. He's like the most dangerous guy, and you know you could cross well, is in a Sith. So it's like he's not supposed to be nice and good. Well, Disney. I mean, I'd like to hear Disney's rationale for a whole bunch of shit they've been doing, but that's bizarre. I mean, Disney doesn't. Disney doesn't care about the doesn't care about like the the actual fan base of Star Wars, and they haven't for for years. No, so, they they hate the fans. Like I, even their writers look shit on the fans. But it's gonna be called. I found the name Fire Spray. Fire Spray sounds like what do you do when you're pissing after you get chlamydia? <laughs> Fire Spray sounds. Fire Spray sounds like the name of a local hot sauce company, though. Sounds like what happens after you eat Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's magic fucking Chinese. The word for diarrhea is hot shit. It's accurate. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just uh, it's so cocked. I mean, it's I don't get it. I, the only thing I can see is that they're trying to market him better. But, you know, you have the Mandalorian. Do you really need a Boba Fett spinoff? Of course you do, because money. Well... Well, they fuck Star Wars, man. Star Wars is game. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. Yes, yeah, no. Fu- I'm done with Star Wars after modern? after I have the modern Star Wars. The older ones okay. is good, but it's getting okay. fucked. I can't trust it anymore. Well, all the new well, shit's worse. It's well, bad. Isn't this kind of except Mandalorian? But isn't this kind of even Mandalorian? With the lore? Now the Mandalorian, you know, they fucked off like the one good chick in there. Yeah. Yep, yep, Gina Carano. Yep, yeah. After the after they fired uh, Gina Carano, that was, you know, that was when I was done. Which, which, by the way, all she said was that like, all she said was that the left shouldn't be like, you know, treating all Trump supporters as 
you know, Nazis. And then, lo and behold, like, January 6th happened, and, like, she was kind of proven right, so. Mm-hmm. Well, she, well, they were looking for a reason to get rid of her, and that was the one they used. And she even admits that. But yeah. the, the you know, what, what's annoying me is that, you know, you could argue episode, well, actually, yeah, The Last Jedi did fuck with the lore, because now Palpatine, spoiler <laughs> alert, is alive somehow. I forget and, I saw that movie because of how unmemorable it was. Yeah, I, I know, it's pretty forgettable. But now they're fucking with the lore by changing Boba Fett's ship name. Like, when in Star Wars has a ship's name ever been changed? It's like changing the name of your daughter. It's like, well, hey, they changed him the Death Star to the fuck like something else because death is offensive to people who died. Oh, Alex, you joke, but there's already a petition online to fucking change. Call it just Metal Planet or something. <laughs> oh god, Moon. Don't don't give them any ideas because they because Disney Star Wars will fucking they'll they'll do that so. See, that's honestly, that was like the one thing I thought as a kid. Like, Slave 1, that went over my head. is no big deal. But I thought Death Star, that sounds kind of dark for something I'm watching as a kid. Ooh, Death yeah, Star. It, but, it, you know, looking back, obviously, it's, it's like, this is nothing. But well, it, It's fucking supposed to be, like, the Death Star is menacing. Like, good. That, yeah. That's like, that's the fucking point. It's supposed, like, you're supposed to be fucking scared of Darth Vader. You're You're supposed to be. You know, like, yeah, he's uh, the bad guy. Well, I thought they made him like they try to go make him like deep or something. Some of the newer shit, like I don't know. Like that's what I loved about the fucking Rogue One. Was it Rogue One, the one with the Darth Fair just like fucking shit up? Like I haven't seen that yeah. in a long time. Yeah, that was the best part of that movie. Is that hallway like, scene? That was actually you get to not. See I, Vader I like actually be Vader. I like that fucking movie. Like I, that was like probably the last Star Wars movie I actually enjoyed. Yeah, it's the best of the Disney ones, but even that, I don't like, think it. I don't think it was bad. I will say, you know, no, it was. It, it is good, but I think there's one big problem that's going to age it is that Moth Tarkin shit. Which I forget about. Uh, I mean, uh, I... yeah, they they CGI uh, Peter Cushing's face onto. Like... I don't even know if they did that. I think he there wasn't even like a. Stand in. They did that with uh, Luke for the Mandalorian, but they with um, uh, Moff Tarkin, they just did a complete CGI recreation of him, and he's dead. So they can't. They literally brought him back to life was the way he looked like in the seventies. But I remember even in the theaters and looking back now, it doesn't. It just it does not hold up well. I mean, does it ruin the movie? Technically, no. But for some people, it's. It's going to be unnoticeable, and it's what you might remember it for. And I enjoyed the movie, don't get me wrong, and I think it was in many ways well done. If they didn't do that, it would have been a lot better. Yeah. But anyway, well, do we have any other topics to cover uh, tonight? Or... None of my end. Do you guys want to say I, anything else? I can't think of really anything else. I think we had a pretty good stream. It was... Like you awesome. know, fucking it come when it comes it fucking flows, man. We had two guests on today. Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, and this this was a good stream for both our our channels. So, but. I love that. Yeah, I'm gonna check the chat, see if anybody said anything else, and address it. But yeah, I had a great time. I loved it.
That was that was one of our better streams in a while, if I do say so myself. I hope that guy comes back on again, man. He was pretty cool to talk to. Mm -hmm. We'll have to um, get the libertarianness out of him. But other than that, you know, well, uh, I, I I didn't mind Jeff because at least we had someone who's fucking like different. You know, I don't mind having different viewpoints on. No, I love it. Cool. Like I like that. You know, gives us something to fucking do. It's something to debate about. Yeah, yeah. Like contrary to popular belief, we hate echo chambers. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe to the channel if you want to hear more good shit like this on at Versa Media on YouTube. Oh, well, it's not at, but type in Versa Media and you'll find us. Find us on Twitter at Versa News Media, but we rarely tweet. Just tweet out the show when it's coming up. So like, share, and subscribe to hear more cool shit like this. And then go over to Sam's shit and I'll let him plug his shit so I don't mess up the handles. Yeah, yes, folks. Uh, thank you for. You know, joining us on the Field Report channel as well. Um, be sure to subscribe to the, uh, you know, channel to the Auto Podcast. Also, subscribe to uh, the Field Report on Odyssey. And uh, I'm going to be, uh, I've got the link uh, for my Odyssey channel in the live chat right now. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, from all of us here at NGC Studios, good night, God bless, God save this great nation, God freedom legacy in that order, and thanks to uh, Warfist and Fat Kick Boy for donating tonight, and thanks to the entire chat. Uh, we'll see and you on follow the Phil at Pluffy Phil on Twitter. Yeah, oh, Phil is back, and uh, sub to the Versa Boys. They deserve it, so... God bless and good night, everyone. Good night, Kings. See ya. Dude, I forgot fucking Metacru was streaming today. Holy shit. I mean, it's been that long time. Yeah, he had cancer. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order.